I always start this podcast, the Every FNFF podcast, which you're listening to right now. How was that? That's pretty good. That was a good intro. Well, good. I like it. Maybe the spirits within were the friends we made along the way. There we go. All right, um... Real quick, I wanted to do a shout out real quick to my friend Gregory, who sent me a message at like 4 a.m. and said he liked listening to our podcast and it made me feel very good. So this one's for you, Greg. <laughs> shout outs to Greg. Thanks, Greg. Speaking of which, I am Curtis Ware. Um, and that's all I have to say about myself. <laughs> I am Carl Germ. Um, and Alex over here on the ones and twos. <laughs> on the one, on the, on the ones, ones and twos. And twos. Long, long time listener. First if you time uh, <laughs> if you're on the all sevens in Final Fantasy VII, you get a giant attack power bonus. Ooh. So oh. they use that in the speed run. They do. I know. Uh, they do that on one of the bosses in a cave later. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Wow. Shout out to FF Seven speedrunners. <laughs> one day we'll have you on this podcast. I swear it. So this is week four, and I hope this. Game's over soon because it's been, <laughs> uh, we're running out of wa- water in here. <laughs> <laughs> we are trapped. We can't leave. <laughs> we're running out of water and food. No one knows we're here. It's starting to smell real weird. It was smelling real weird before you got here. We can't leave until we're done. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So last time on the show, we climbed up the Shinra Tower. Uh, we got to the top of it, fought Hojo. We met Genova for the first time. Fought Hojo's monster. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually not Hojo. It's Hojo's monster. Actually, her name's not Zelda. It's Zelda's monster. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so we're gonna pick up um, right after fighting Hojo's monster and rescuing Eris. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. So we just made our way back down to the 68th floor, and uh, we're going to the 66th floor elevator. Yep. Does that sound about right? Sounds yeah. about right. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much that goes on. Like, uh, I think you mentioned it last week, but there's that guy who's like, oh, hey, I'm not your enemy. I'm just doing my job. Here, take this key card. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like, the only thing that you can really get on that floor is, like, several potions. I think it's, like, four. Yeah, right. I was like, cool, items. That'll be good. That that nice man that gave us the key card, surely nothing bad will happen to him. Of course. <laughs> or anyone else in one, the building. One good turn always gets another, right? That's right. <laughs> this game has a karma system, right? <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it just doesn't kick in until after Midgar, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we get down to the 66th floor. Um, is there anything else we wanted to say on the way down there? It's pretty. I th- no, I, I don't think know, there's really pretty self-explanatory. We're yeah. out of here. We're out of here. So we get on the elevator. We're getting ready to leave. Getting away scot free. Getting away scot free. All we had to do was just fight some monsters, but we're fine. And uh, as soon as we step into the elevator, uh, Rude from the Turks walks in yep. right behind us. Another dude from the Turks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cloud says one of my favorite lines, where he just turns around and says. Hey, what is it? <laughs> so, is this name actually rude? When I first played it, it was like it thought it was just like a descriptor. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is rude. Both. Rude, rude man. Yeah, rude. No, his name is rude. Yeah. Okay. He's a r- rude, rude man. A rude dude with a nasty tooth. God, what if his last name is dude? <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> um and I, I like his response to Cloud, too. Oh, it's He so just good. says, would you press up, please? Yeah, and he does, like, a little point <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, yeah, we're going up. It looked like he was yeah. flexing with the little poly mic. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't have fingers, so he's just, like, arm pumping. Wasn't there a wrestler who, like, did that thing as a move? I don't know. Maybe. Probably Hulk Hogan. Are you yeah. saying that he was lifting the people's elbow? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he took off his elbow pad. Rock. That's yeah. who it is. <laughs> okay. uh, so, uh... 
Cloud spells it out for you in case you don't know. This is a trap. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and we are... So here, I have a question for everybody here, too. We just, like, went through a building and pulverized security guards and beat everybody. Like, just took the crap out of everybody. And then am I supposed to believe that, like, just rude is, like, I can take all these guys on? Because we, like, fade to black and then we're all in handcuffs. Yeah, that's another, <laughs> that's another funny thing. This- well, we can't see his loadout. Yeah, that's he's fair. trying to see what his party is. Yeah, he's already learned Omni Slash, and like, yeah, and and uh, Sang comes in as well. Oh, that's right. That after he does. It. So, I, yeah, it's, it's it's such a weird thing too. I guess um, maybe because in like the last episode, I don't know how much we went into it, but uh, like how confident everyone in Shinra is. They're like, oh, we're on the floor above the sixtieth, so it's fine. Yeah, like, we're yeah. completely safe. Like, I wonder how much of that was like the element of surprise. Even if you do like the thing that I did, where you just bust in and fight everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, none of the information from the lower floors even, like, gets to above the 60th floor. That there's even somebody busting into the building. Yeah, exactly. You know? But, um, either way, Rude and Sang are enough to capture the party. Yeah, I love how cocky they are, too. Like, Sang comes in and he's like, oh, that must have been a real thrill for you. Yeah, like, yeah you yeah. killed most of our security staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> must have been nice. Fun Which time's over. Fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we get, a uh, so we fade to black. Uh, the party is now in handcuffs, mm-hmm. and we are slowly marched to um, President Shinra's desk. If you recall, the first time we saw this room, where someone—I think it was—someone uh, slowly marched. Yeah, he was just walking in, and it was like the longest march of all time. Well, you get that again, but yep. now all of your friends. I, I put it back. I put it on the Twitter so that everybody can see it. <laughs> and like, it's not <laughs> like that long. It's like ten seconds. But the mm-hmm. thing is, like, ten seconds over like a couple feet, like feels like a lot and with that good track playing um i forget i think it's like oh, yeah. the shinra theme or something yeah. like that but it's just like just like the, the droning like piano note over yeah. and over again yeah it's really good um, so it's uh, oh wait yeah so it's everyone except Aerith. right right yeah she's actually not with us now yeah mm-hmm. um another thing that i noticed Red is not handcuffed. Yeah. He could just fuck shit up right now. Yeah, like, he clearly he's... can do that because he fucked up Hojo real good. Yeah, he's like a dog lion, man. You can't put that stuff on him. He he could just, like, fuck shit up right now. Red. Yeah, you, come on. You coward. <laughs> <laughs> Calling him out. I know, That's he's right. a gentleman. Yeah. That's true. He is yeah. very gentlemanly. Yeah. Um, I think so... his motivations are also unclear at this point, too. Like, he, you know... I think they go into that a little bit more yeah. uh, in this section that we're going to talk about. Yeah. But we get some uh, some pretty important dialogue here. Yeah. Um, you're always way better at dialogue, so I'm going <laughs> to let you yeah, let me, <laughs> begin uh, taking uh, us through. Here. So, um, yeah, the, the Cloud's like, hey, where's Aerith? And uh, President Shinra says that she's in a safe place and mentions that she's the last surviving ancient. Yeah, yeah. Which I I think that's that might be the first. There was like mention of it before, but I think this is the first like I, or I guess it, uh, it's spelled out much more clearly. I guess her here. mom uh, at Eris House probably mm. was another. But I think yeah, last yeah. surviving is is like the first time we heard that. Maybe so, maybe so. Um we also get a little bit more information about the ancients themselves. Yeah. This is the first time we actually hear like the name. Like ancients is kind of a uh, like obviously, at the time that they were around, they would not refer to themselves as the ancients. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> like we call ourselves the currents. 
Uh, like how World War One was originally called World War One. Yeah, yeah right. They were right. prepping for that sequel. Exactly. Yeah. She's the last surviving boomer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they call them the Cetra. Yeah. Right. They they lived thousands of years ago, mm. and uh, now uh, President Shinra says now they're just a forgotten page in history. So yep. it's like a, a thing that not a lot of people even really presumably know about. Right. Right. And uh, in response, uh, uh, Shinra's coming to get us. I think. Yeah, if you can hear sirens out, uh, if you can hear sirens on the podcast, it's Shinra. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, we're safe for now. Um, so, in response to Shinra dropping this information, I think it's interesting that the the next person to talk is Red. Yeah. And he knows who the Cetra are, and he goes, oh, wait, is she a survivor of the Cetra? Like, yeah, like, he knows. Yeah, so he's he's clued in about this information. Yeah, and President uh, Shinra just kind of talks a little more about, like, what kind of spilling their plan a little bit. He's saying uh, that the the ancients will show the way to the promised land. Right. And he's expecting a lot out of her. Right. And then and then Red says, isn't that just a legend? Yeah. And the way I kind of took it is it almost sounded like, to me, like he's trying to take a little bit of the piss out of his plan and be like, well, that's not really even real. It's, yeah. You know, like maybe Red knows that it is, but he's just like, maybe I can kind of put some doubt in his head about whether it's... I think, um, yeah, I think uh, getting ahead a little bit, uh, I think if anyone would know, it would probably be Red. But like right. Tifa is also the same way where she's like, I thought that was like, is that even real? Oh, like, that's, yeah. She she doesn't know if it's real. Yeah, um, that's right. But President Shinra's like, oh, it doesn't really matter if it's real or not. It's like way too appealing to not pursue. Yeah, yeah. He says that. Yeah. He says right. that. Yeah. It's like it's supposed to be very fertile. And um, if the land's fertile. You know what that means. And then Barrett's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Barrett chimes in. He's all that means there's a lot of Mako there. Yep. And so he knows already what his plan is so Shinra's been building these Mako reactors they're going to be able to find the promised land which is a place overflowing with Mako energy yep and uh tap that thing out and build a build Neo Midgar there yep and from there essentially control the world because they'll be the only source of power yep for the entire world so so I'm a dumb dumb is Mako just oil essentially it's 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 like living oil yeah, mm. they go more into details about what okay. it actually is, I think. But um, it has less calories than coconut oil. <laughs> gotcha. And a little bit healthier. Keeps you more hydrated than just regular water. Yeah, you make some pasta with it. <laughs> you but, said a lot of maca earlier. I thought it was moxie. <laughs> you got a lot of moxie. <laughs> moxie reactor. That's why I'm. That's why I'm so charismatic. Yeah, there's a, there's a nice little bit of dialogue, though, between Barrett and President Shinra where he says, like, fuck you, like, keep dreaming. Yeah, And then yeah. President Shinra, in true, like, shit heel form, is just like, <laughs> oh, don't you know? Yeah, like, I have this on my screen right yeah, now. These <laughs> days, the only thing it takes for dreams to come true is uh, money and power. Man, what what a world it must be to live in. To yeah, live that in would that suck. World. I'm glad that's not how things work. Couldn't imagine. <laughs> Couldn't imagine what that's like. Is, uh, <laughs> so what was the purpose of bringing him to President Shinra? What is the purpose of bringing him to President Shinra? Is this just a cliche of just like, I'm going to explain everything to you and then put, yeah. you, put you away. So. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just, a, he's just an asshole and he's just like, I'm going to uh, completely hedge my bets and just like make myself feel a little bit better by talking down to these people on the assumption that there will be no way that they can escape or possibly use this information to foil me later. Well... If you need anything else, talk to my secretary. Yo, that line that is, is so good. good. <laughs> yeah, so so they they take the uh, the crew away, 
Uh, and everybody but Barrett goes willingly. Yeah. <laughs> and Barrett's left behind. And he goes, hey, I'm not done talking to you. We have a lot to talk about. And I love that Rude just grabs him and drags him away with Barrett, like, kicking and screaming. It's great, too, because Barrett's got, like, a full head on Rude. And, yeah. Like, he's he, much bigger. He's and, way like, bigger than he's Rude. He's just getting, like, pushed. Like, yeah. Rude's got to be pretty yeah. fucking strong. And, and for the listeners, I understand, that, like, you know, some of you may not be playing along with us. So you may not, like have uh the vision of what everybody exactly looks like rude is pitbull yeah he is mr worldwide he looks very much like that so yeah <laughs> um but yeah after everybody's off screen rude is taken uh barrett away president shinra just walks up to like closer to the camera and just says if there's anything else dot 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 talk to my secretary yo what a good bird how long <laughs> How long do you think he was sitting on that? He's like, oh, <laughs> that is why. That's why they brought everybody to President Shinra. He was like, like yo, I have this fucking great burn. I need to be able to use it. <laughs> Bring fuckers, him up here. Those fuckers ever show their face here. I'm yeah. going to own them. <laughs> yeah, he was sitting on it for a long time, which it's is pretty good. I'm it's oh, an agree. A plus it's burn. It's real good. I, I fucking hate this guy, but I was like, damn, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> right. Oh man! So, yeah, um, then everyone is um, just in some little prison cells. Yeah. Um, so real quick, I wanted to say two things. Sure. One, this next scene is my favorite part of the video game. Like, fuck yeah. is my favorite section of all Final Fantasy VII. It has the most atmosphere. Yep. I feel like of any of the sections, I love it so much. Um, second thing is, I wanted to real quick bring this up. I thought this might be a good time to mention something that's been going on since the beginning of the game, but we haven't. We won't get to the actual um, uh, some of it until later, which is the date mechanics. Sure. Because this scene actually does play into that. Yeah. Um, so throughout the game, it, it's unknown to you. It never tells you about it. Uh, there is a unseen score that's being kept throughout the game. And multiple actions that you take will influence a scene later on in the gold saucer. And so, depending on what you say to everybody, what you say to Tifa, Eris, Marlene, and even Barrett, it will change the outcome of a scene that you get on a Ferris wheel in the Gold Saucer, which will be a couple episodes from now. Yeah. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring it up right now is that when every the team is in these cells, right, everybody's in different cells, uh, you have an option of who to talk to first, and the order in which you talk to people also changes that score i was i was wondering about that and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because um i haven't like looked into how all of the mechanics of it all work yeah but we we've like mentioned in passing several times like yeah this sort of thing i think at one point i called it like a flirt mechanic and we right were just talking yeah i know and it's real there really is a flirt mechanic yeah like cloud is yeah. always kind of flirting everyone's kind of flirting with cloud and, yeah yeah and it does it's not just you know just for like a little like spice in the in the dialogue it's more like it actually has a thing that right. happens later it affects things yeah so all without having to go like too far into it because i mean i'm sure we'll get to that when we actually get to the scene that it changes um you know if you're playing along eris is highly favored in this so she has stars with like a plus 20 on this score it's not quite that but it's, it's really high and so if you want other scenes to play out you kind of have to know about it in advance yep. because the game is so trying to get that to happen yeah and i think i think the i think the reason for it is like they wanted players to kind of choose their own like outcome of that like yeah oh well yeah. if the, someone might favor this character over this character or right. whatever so right a little bit of that goes into it i think like the main story one is like you said Aerith is favored but right right and everybody has a starting value 
mm-hmm. that they'll begin with. And so there's different difficulties of getting the scene to play out different ways. Yep. Right. And so there's there's four characters that are uh, in it. There's Eris, Tifa, a character we haven't met yet, and Barrett. And so depending on people's actions throughout the course of the game, it can change that scene. Like I said, we won't go too much into it right now, but just wanted to let you guys know that because this is one of the scenes that changes that. Yeah. So the character we haven't met is Donald Duck, right? It's Goofy. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Donald Duck is in it, but Goofy is the one who uh, this mechanic. Look into Goofy's eyes and tell me that he wouldn't be the perfect date. Hmm. He's down to yuck. (laughs) Podcast Uh, is canceled. See y'all next week, (laughs) everybody. Da, 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 da. Wait, hold on, but hit the button. Yeah. Uh, we have that on button. That's right. Now hit, real now hit the cancel button. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that should have just been in immediately after I said that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why don't you begin talking about um, this oh, yeah. scene? So um, I talked to Tifa first, um, just because you see kind of an, uh, over the cells, and there's, there's weirdly six cells, and there's only five of you, but right. they paired you up weirdly. Mm-hmm. So, so you can talk to everyone, basically. They want you to be able to talk through the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want you to be able to hatch an escape plan. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so all the way to the left is uh, Aerith. She's just laying on her... Um, on her little cot thing, like very saint, like I noticed, like she's kind of laying, you know, going back into that kind of like purity thing we were talking about yeah. and how it's cool, how her character actually is. And then, uh, Tifa is laying on the bed in her cell with cloud just yeah. standing there and she's got her head, uh, hands she's got behind her, hands, her head, yeah, behind legs her head. Crossed, just chilling. Yeah. She's just hanging out. And then in the other cell, it's just Barrett and, uh, red 13 and, and bears just sitting against the wall. Yep. In like a mopey pose. Yeah. And red's just kind of chilling like a, like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, I talked to Tifa first and uh, she just says, um, like she's whispering to you and she says, can we get out? And you can say, leave it to me or kind of hard. Right. And, and I know that you can select both, but I just selected the one. Yeah. <laughs> Which one did you select? Uh, leave it to me. Yeah, of course. And she goes, oh, you're so brave. You're yeah. so brave. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know what the other one says? I don't, I don't know if I wrote that down. Um, nope, I didn't. It doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. Leave it to me. The man with the script. The fact checker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there's, if leave it to me, you say, Cloud, you're so brave. And uh, if you say kind of hard, don't give up. Yeah, don't give don't up. Don't give yeah. up. Don't give up, Cloud. Uh, so then well, me, I talked to Aerith next mm-hmm. after Tifa. And, uh, you know, Aerith goes, she goes, oh, uh, Cloud's in the other cell. Realizes that you're over there. Because, you know, everybody's in individual cells, so they don't know who's in the cells next to them, right? right? So I assume that, like, you know, you as the player, since you can see over top of all the cells, you see where all the characters are, but you're kind of led to believe that they don't know that each other is, right. that they're all in the next cells. Yeah. So overhearing Cloud talk, uh, Aerith realizes that Cloud's over there, and she's like, oh, Cloud, you're there, or whatever. And there's this uh, this scene that plays out um, where she goes, oh, I knew that Cloud would come for me. And he goes, well, I am your bodyguard. Yep. And she remembers the deal, the joke deal, or the real deal that they made in the church. And she goes, well, our deal was for one date, wasn't it? And she doesn't realize that Tifa's also in the same yep. cell as Cloud. A little messy. Yeah. <laughs> and so Tifa gets up and is like, oh, excuse me then. <laughs> I, well, yeah. So I think at first she, Tifa just kind of sits up and she goes, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then Aerith is like, Oh, oh shit! Yeah, Tifa's she's like, shit, Tifa, you're there too, and she goes, "Excuse me." Yeah, which yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a qu- like a like 
it doesn't have like an exclamation point. Yeah. So I kind of read it like Link in the uh, old excuse Zelda. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah like, that's how I got it too. Yeah. Well, excuse me, princess. And then, um, like without missing a beat, she's not too like upset about it. Right. Uh, she's right. just like, oh wait, like Aerith, like does the promised land actually exist? Right. And the so, promised land is where the date happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what the welcome back was. to my how you open like oh that's like mtv's cribs they open their bedroom and they're always like this is where the magic happens like yo this is where the mako flows <laughs> you walk in and it's just playing the uh the promise <laughs> like at the end of napoleon yeah. dynamite <laughs> yeah yeah oh that song is so good there's that's such, a good song there's a great real big fish cover of it too oh wow oh, it's so Anyway, and the horns do the keys. Yes, they do. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's so good. Everybody go listen to Real Big Fish's cover of The Promise. And then listen to the Win real in Rome? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's right. So Win in Rome is playing during this uh, whole scene. So at, back at the beginning of the game, there's a poster on the wall, and it's for a Win in Rome album album cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for The Promise. Yeah. Finally tying it back. God, I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh, man. What a jam. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, Tifa asks Aerith, you know, does the promised land really exist? And Aerith feels like it does, mm-hmm. right? She says that uh, when she was younger, her her real mother told her that it was real, um, and she can hear it, right? She can hear the voices of the planet. And so there's reason to believe that it's real, but she doesn't yeah. actually know herself. She's never been there. Yeah, she's not sure, but she she knows that the the Cetra were born from the planet. They speak with the planet and, and unlock, unlock the, the planet. planet. Yeah. Whoa. So, it's like a yeah. big bop it. And then, um, yeah, and she she mentions that they will be returned to the promised land, a land that promises supreme happiness, which again just right. makes me think of that Prince song, yeah, yeah. never ending happiness. <laughs> and uh, I think it's Tiva that asks, uh, "Can you really speak with it?" Or somebody, somebody yeah. says that, yeah. And uh, or like, what does it say? And uh, Aerith says, "Well, it's so full of people and super noisy, and that's why she can never make out what." it's saying at all right right yeah um and uh she says that she can only hear it at the uh the church in the slums right and that um and that her real mother actually told her that midgar was no longer safe right right so and th- th- this little interaction with uh Aerith kind of and i was thinking about this last episode and i don't think i brought it up but um i get like real x-men vibes from her yeah like just like this you know kid who has this these powers that yeah. at first they're like denying it they're, like when she's in the in the flashback from Elmer. yeah she's yeah. like no i don't she, have these she powers insists like, that she can't do it yeah right and uh and then she says this uh this cute thing that she says someday i'll get out of midgar speak with the planet and find my promised land yeah and like i thought that because like the way i interpreted that is that like not the promised land of the cetra but just like a place that she can be without yeah. fear of being fucking hunted down by Shinra right. and have all these issues. So I yeah. that was that was a really nice little thing that she says. I was like, oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, we all have our own little promised land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carl, your eyes are my promised land. <laughs> Thank you. Mine is winning the, the Super Bowl with Krusty. <laughs> oh, what does a groundskeeper Willie say after? Yeah, that's the nightmare episode, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. This is now a Simpsons podcast. Yeah, it's inevitable. Another one. Yeah. Every every fucking podcast just has obscure Simpsons references from yeah. like the golden age that mm-hmm. if you know, you laugh and you're like, that's great. And then everyone who doesn't, which is a you, lot of people, you've just mastered like, a dead tongue, but can you handle a live one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, um. So back to the thing that we're actually here to talk about. Right. Um. So you can also talk to red and Barrett. i think uh one other thing that i, I liked about what Aerith says oh yeah is that ahead. she um 
She she says that she thought as she got older she would stop hearing her mother's voice, but she never did. Oh, okay. Like she's kind of just write mu- that down. I can't yeah, believe she, I didn't put that down. She's kind of just musing, like you know, as I got older, I thought I would stop hearing her voice, and yeah. it's, it's kind of clear that she's got this connection with her mother and with the planet and with these voices. That, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so next, I talked to Red because you get an option of which order you want to talk to everybody. Yeah. In, so I talked to Red next, and Cloud doesn't really talk to red it's or barrett i think it's more of just like overhearing their conversation yeah so dropping those eaves yeah so red do you think red is like sleeping here or is he just like thinking uh i thought he was just kind of like thinking to himself or like muttering to himself i didn't say it as sleeping but okay maybe he has the connection too maybe he's talking to grandpa could be well we'll get there shortly enough red uh, old Grandpa Red. <laughs> old Grandpa. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. He's Red the Eighth, which means Grandpa is Red he's, the. Wait, fifth. no, he's Red the Thirteenth. Red the Thirteenth. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, no, I okay. can't read. I read. <laughs> You're thinking of the best Final Fantasy. You right. actually can talk to um, Barrett. I forgot. He's, yes. He talks about yes. Eris and the ancient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but with Red, um, I think he's yeah he's just kind of like musing to himself, and he's like dot 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 dot. Yeah. Dot 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 grandpa yeah and barrett just starts fucking i know cracking up. he hears him say the word grandpa out loud and barrett just starts laughing and he's like yo what's so funny and, and he's like oh you know no, nothing and he yeah. just keeps laughing yeah he's just like fucking he's just cracking this up this mf talking funny. about his grandpa yeah <laughs> so good dude barrett's such a good character he's yeah, like he, he's so like the much. most lively of all the, <laughs> the so members good. um so then uh if you check on barrett though like alex was saying um He's he's just kind of like thinking about uh, the promised land and the ancients, and he's um, he talks see. about recruiting new members for Avalanche. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, two episodes ago, uh, Jesse and Biggs and Wedge all died in yeah. the uh, the plate crash. Very sad, but they are they are super dead. So that's most of Avalanche gone now. Yep. <laughs> so he's talking about recruiting new members. He mentions like, yeah, you know, Cloud and Teeth and all of us. And, you know, even Aerith, she's going to come with us too. Yeah, like, it's very it's very good. His mission is still like he's like locked up and he's like no escape yeah like, he's like like essentially lost and the only thing he's thinking about is like man i'm gonna fucking recruit new people we're gonna fucking <laughs> destroy <laughs> right. these guys it's gonna be great yeah he he's, has like sort of a rejuvenated passion for he's it basically, he's basically recruiting like yo i have this failing uh <laughs> terrorist group you want to get in <laughs> yeah, on it yeah and he's, he's so excited to hey do remember it. that or, group that did that thing and now everyone hates us and yeah thinks that we yeah. destroyed sector seven yeah and he's yeah you want to join us yep um and then uh, he asks Red, I think, like, "Hey, how are you?" And oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He does ask him. And yep. Red's like, mm, he just lies down. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. he says, uh, he calls he calls Red so damn boring. Yeah, yeah, he does. But yeah, I think he's also he also talks a little <laughs> bit about um, like just Shinra's plan more, and he's like, "This is so fucked up, like that they're yeah. just gonna you know go to this promised land and just use it to, for their own like monetary gain." Right. Um, so but I love that he's still holding on to that hope. Yeah, yeah, me too. So. After that, you've talked to everybody. Wait, real quick. I think it'd be great if he like if he recruited someone. It was just like, okay, your name for Avalanche is Biggs, and your name's Wedge. (laughs) He's just like can't get over the fact that he lost his face, or like they're not the first. Yeah, that's creepy and sad. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that idea. (laughs) Um, so that's all the people you can talk to. That's all of us locked up. Yeah, and then Uh, I think uh, you take a nap. You take a nap. Screen fades to black. Yep, and. Ooh. Yeah, very nice. Ready to fall asleep right now. Mm, pleasant. But what we're going to talk about now is not so pleasant. No. So this is my favorite scene. This is where it begins. Right? Real good. Uh, 
So we wake up, and the door to the cell that Cloud and Tifa are in is just open. Yep. Everyone's right? still sleeping. Yeah, everybody's still sleeping. Cloud mm-hmm. wakes up, sees that the door is open. No music. In. Yeah, there's no music. <laughs> Close the door. You're letting the heat out. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I have to work in the morning. Hey, it is a Simpsons podcast. God, God damn, damn it. it. Anyway. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but uh, the door's <laughs> open. There's no music. It's very ominous. Mm-hmm. Um, and The guard's taking a little nap. Cloud walks outside, and the guard is just dead. Yep. He is just... The guard is just laying on the ground dead. Um, and what I love about this scene is multiple times, cl- the way Cloud describes the scene is just something is wrong. Yeah. Like, this just sense of, like, this is not what should be happening right now. So we grab the key off of the guard. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, someone's looking out for me. That's nice. I- yeah, yeah. Which, well, one I mean, my, which one of my friends did this? It was so nice of them. Yeah, so I think, um, I don't know if, if this is a difference in, uh, like, depending on what the score is at that we were talking about, but um, I had to, like, he saw that and was like, what is happening? And then I had yeah. to run back in and talk to Tifa. I think it's the way, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And I then mean, she, she comes out with you and you're, like, discussing it and that's when you find the key. And you're like, okay, we got to save everyone. Oh, like, okay, get everyone yeah. out. Like, something's not right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Tifa goes to get Eris. You go to get... Uh, Barrett and Red, and Barrett's surprised. He's like, "Whoa, how did you get in here? What's going on?" And he and uh, he just says, "Come with me. Something's wrong." Yeah. And uh, everybody goes to check out the dead guard, and Red says, "No human could have done this." Yep. So like, whatever happened to that guard is beyond the ability of humans. So he is he is mutilated and destroyed. Yeah, I think Aerith also might have an idea of what's going on because she says must have been attacked by dot dot dot. Oh yeah, that's right. Like when she's talking to Tifa, and mm-hmm. then T- Tifa is just like, "This is kind of eerie." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Tifa's not even eerie. a red. Yeah. It's great too because she's not like full eerie. Just kinda yeah, just kind of eerie. eerie. Yeah. Like 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 you were saying, atmospherically one of like the creepiest things that's happened yeah. so far in this game. It's like a huge tonal shift. Yeah, right, and, right. <laughs> and Tifa, like the only weapon that she has is literally like gloves, and she just punches the out of it yeah. she's like oh this is kind of eerie yeah yeah. there's people who captured us now they're dead yeah yeah and it's a little weird when well, we work at a bar things kind of get crazy that's yeah. true <laughs> especially so in that part of town the the camera zooms out and we now have the same perspective that we had when we were actually climbing this floor originally and this is the same floor that genova was kept in the uh, headless torso and uh, as it zooms out we see that all of the businessmen on this floor are dead. Yeah. Right? There's a bunch of them just laying all over the place, and just everybody's dead now. Yeah. Uh, and we walk up to the the actual room that Genova was contained in before, and there's just a big hole blown out of the door, right? Yep. And there's nothing inside. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and it's... Uh... It's awesome, too, because, like, as soon as all of this is going down, like, when you're back at the guard, Red is, like, when he says that it's, like, something inhuman must have done this, he's yeah. like, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, like, yeah. He's just, he like, completely ahead. fearless. He's just like, nope, I'm going like, to, yeah. shit's going down, I got to go and check it out. And, yeah, right. And so we find the this big hole in Genova's containment mm-hmm. uh, And Cloud machine. says, did it get away? Did it get away? Yeah. And, uh, and there is just blood uh, trailing Mm-hmm. out of it right? and the song playing right now i think is called trail of blood Ooh. oh there you oh, go i'm a note of that yeah <laughs> oh um from this point on i think there are three new enemies you can encounter on this floor the yeah. vagrid police you got the vagrid right. police which look kind of like weird jellyfish things i can't pronounce the second one the this dog thing zanene is, yeah. is how i'm pronouncing uh, it watch and me a whip and watch me zanene <laughs> and the brain pod the brain pod oh, is probably brain pod. my favorite i do like the brain pod did, did you guys see its face uh, I didn't take a hard look at its face. You got it's, it on your switch. It's the creepiest okay. thing. 
it's like a it's like a tubby clown man. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. So like the the what the hell is that thing called? The brain pod. I'm gonna go ahead and it's say it's like a krang, but it's like yeah, it's like a teapot-looking krang from Ninja Turtles. Post that on the Twitter before yeah, today, some absolutely. Point or whatever, yeah. And but uh, it does this thing where it has this arm, like this like teapot arm, and it lifts off like the lid of it, and this stupid little face comes <laughs> like out. a cartoon face. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. amazing. It uses a that's move great. that poisons you called refuse. Yeah. Uh, also, it um, has an item that you can steal that's very hard to steal i probably tried 20 turns or more and it ends up being like an antidote and i was yeah. like really really mm-hmm. <laughs> antidote you said yeah yep i believe so yeah which is helpful because like everything is poisoning poisoned. you right the floor now. is poison it's like here, blight town yeah blight town <laughs> ever since i learned about the back tour to blight town i just anyway i'm sorry different game uh <laughs> final fantasy so like i said we see blood trailing out of the uh the container and Red says, oh, the Genova specimen looks like it went to the upper floor using the elevator for the specimens. Yep. And this is the elevator that uh, earlier Hojo used to bring his monster up to the top floor. Right. right. Um, so I guess it got some screenshots of the Zanene <laughs> and the brain pod. I'm scrolling <laughs> through. So we, we go ahead and we go upstairs and we go up to, we go past Hojo's little lab area and up to the... Uh, what would it be the 70th floor, I suppose? Uh, I believe it's the 60s. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. The we, 69th, were on the, yeah, we were on we, the 67th, 68th. We see the 69th for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we finally, the we finally made floor. it. It's yeah. kind of... Uh... We finally made it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, though? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, this is like another kind of... I don't want to call it like a reception area for just, I think, executives, more or less. It's yeah. It's kind of like yeah. a plaza of sorts. Kind yeah. Of between yeah. the lab and... The president, right? There probably are, wants to keep a full twelve feet away from yeah. <laughs> from the yeah, lab. There are lockers here. There are uh, yeah. There is like there's like reception desks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, vending machines. Vending machines. Yeah. I don't think there's too much here though. I don't. Nothing I, I, interactable. Yeah, like it's just yeah. kind of you know atmosphere. But we still see that trail of blood going up the stairs and right? like, giant claw marks. Oh, and giant claw marks yeah, taken out of which the walls. I think yeah. is on the sixty eighth and the sixty ninth floor. Yeah, like, there's just hella hella claw marks yeah just giant claw marks where it's taken just fucking chunks out of the concrete yeah Yeah. super scary so yeah you follow the trail of blood and uh it leads up to the 70th floor right right where we just were with the president his office his yes office and he's there and he's doing great yeah so the president's definitely there he's Uh, armed now yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's right um i think the first thing that's said when we get close to him Barrett says, he's dead. The head of Shinra is dead. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He is laying on his desk, and he just has a big sword stuck in his back. Yep. Right? So he's been stabbed from the back, just run through, and he is dead as shit. Yeah, and Tifa says, uh, then this sword must be dot, dot, dot. Right. And, and Cloud, Cloud says, Sephiroth. Yeah. So. Yep. so, and Tifa, she's like, wait, Sephiroth is alive? Right, right, yeah. Which is interesting to note. <laughs> And then, in response to that, a good line that had me thinking a little bit. He said, uh, Cloud says, it looks like it. Only Sephiroth can use that sword. What is the deal with that sword? Yeah, seriously. Then why do you leave it behind? Is it... I was At first, I was like, oh, it must be like a, like a smart sword, like a smartphone. <laughs> it, like, recognizes your fingerprints. But then, like, how would it deactivate if that were the question? Yeah. Like, if somebody else picked it up, how can only Sephiroth use that sword? It's, yeah, it's a, a weird long, bit of dialogue. It's a long sword. 
I, yeah, I kind he of, only knows how to go through doors and stairs with it. It's probably really <laughs> awkward getting up. Yeah, there. nobody else knows yeah. how to get into their apartment. No, no one else wants to bother with it because like it's, yeah. it's just way too fucking long. Like the blade right. is ridiculous. Yeah. But I was also thinking this is the very first time I believe that we have reason to believe that Sephiroth has been around us. Right. Because yeah. like up until this point, we've heard him mentioned a couple yeah. times uh, just in passing. Nothing like too important to the story other than yeah. like... Uh, you know, Cloud wanted to be like Sephiroth when joining Soldier. Yeah, um, like before Cloud even started his journey, like Sephiroth was famous. Right. And Cloud wanted to be famous like him. Yeah, we've so, heard uh, the first mention, uh, or the first time we see President Shinra, he says Sephiroth was too great. You yeah, know? he was like, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember anyone's name unless they're Sephiroth. Yeah, exactly. But Sephiroth was too great. Yeah, exactly. So this is the first time we He was we've... too pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is the first time we've actually had any kind of idea that Sephiroth is around, right? That he's still alive and he is operating on his own machinations. Right? Yeah, and, and Tifa and Cloud are pretty freaked out about this. And Barrett's just like, who cares who did it? Fucking the head yeah, of Shinra yeah, is dead. Yeah, yeah, he's super stoked about Free it. Free sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. And then uh, two out, swords out from behind one of the pillars. So good. I fucking love pops Palmer, the the space head, the what would you call the manager of yeah the the executive of space development, <laughs> the exe- the president of space, <laughs> the president of space. And he tries to run away, and Cloud and Barrett grab him by both arms. He pops out his head to it, just goes, "Uh." Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> Barrett's like, "Yeah, Shinra's done," and he's like, "Uh." Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So he tries to run away. Um, he begs you not to kill him. He's like, please don't kill me. Oh, you know, and, uh, we just ask what happened here. Yeah. And, pa- and Palmer just like lays it all out. He's like Sephiroth, like Seth- Sephiroth came here. Yeah. He came here. He killed the president and and, Cl- he- and Cloud still doesn't believe it. He's like, did you see him? Did you actually see Sephiroth? Right. Right. And he says, uh, he said something about not letting us have the promised land. Yeah. And, so he, he, and he says that he saw him with his own two eyes. Right. Right. And, and like Cloud still even then can't believe it. And uh, and Palmer's like, why would I lie at a time like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so he, and he heard his voice too. So like, yeah, he does pretty much that. like confirming that Sephiroth was here. Right, right. Um, and and to this, I think that uh, Barrett has an interesting kind of thing. He says he's like, wait a minute. So Sephiroth showed up. He killed the president of Shinra, and he's not gonna let them have the promised land. He's on our side. Yeah. As far as that's concerned, like. He's here to save the world. Like Yeah, Tifa's he, like, let me get this shit straight. The promised land does exist, and Sephiroth's here to save it from the Shinra. Right. And ba- and Barrett's thinking the same thing. He's like, Oh cool, so this guy's a good guy then. Like, hell yeah, yeah. like I'm gonna recruit him to Avalanche. Yeah, yeah, right. He'll be his new name will be New Biggs. Yeah. <laughs> so are we to believe that Sephiroth left the door open for you? Uh, that's what I think. That's what yeah, that's what I gathered from it. Okay. Yeah. Which it, Man, it's it's we, interesting. We can't Be- talk about it right now. I know because the thing is, like, how well does Sephiroth really know Cloud at all? Yeah. Right? Well, I yeah. There's yeah. there's a there's a lot here. There's a lot there in that question. Yeah, um, but that's kind of what I thought is that Sephiroth left. The door I think open. I think I know. I think I know what's going on just from like refreshing my memory about the game and stuff. Uh, again, not going to talk about it here. We'll talk about it in several episodes. But right. The, yeah. There's there's some shit going on. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. So Cloud so, is like, wait, save the promised land? A good guy? Like, no, no way. No, he, he immediately shoots that down. He goes, it's not that simple. I know him. Sephiroth's mission is different. Yep. So he is not he is not convinced. Cloud knows something about Sephiroth and his actions and the way that he is. That he's like, there's no way that yep. this guy is doing anything good for anyone. Yeah, like this, like, 
even though he's an enemy of our enemy, this doesn't bode well for anyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like you know, like you said, like Clown Teeth are freaked out about this news. Like they are very uncomfortable knowing that Sephiroth yep. is back. This is big. Um, yep. And then uh, in comes a little helicopter. In comes by. the helicopter. Yep. And uh, the one that uh, President Shinra escaped on. Before. Yep. Yeah. And Barrett says, oh, Rufus. Shit. I forgot about him. Yeah. And while that's happening, Palmer like yeah, wiggles, wiggles his way. And he weasels his way out of the, the grip of away. Cloud. And, and, yeah, and, he and runs. so I let it because like the switch has the three times speed up function. I was like, I'm just going to speed up and see if Palmer gets all the way there. And he'll run all the way back there to the helicopter yep. and then just stop and he just in front of it. He'll just go, boop, yeah. <laughs> stand there in front of the helicopter and wait. He stands there and he's like rufus mom said it's my turn to play the xbox <laughs> so yeah barrett's like fuck i forgot about that dude yeah, and then um and, and tifa's like wait who's that and he says vice president rufus the president's son right yeah uh and then so the we get control of cloud again mm-hmm. and our characters are kind of standing around and we get to talk to each of our characters about the topic of rufus yeah and the best is Aerith's line i agree uh, and this is another one I haven't brought it up I think in like an episode or two but there's that there's that really good series on YouTube called Let's Mosey about the translation yeah uh, so the English one is great right Eris just says I've, I've heard that no one's ever seen him bleed or cry yep. which is great the Japanese same one same thing here yeah the Japanese is even better though where she says I heard that he doesn't have blood or tears <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> which is so much more like hilarious you know wait is this talking about Rufus or is this talking about Sephiroth I at first I was like, oh, she's got to be talking about Sephiroth because they were just talking about Sephiroth. But I think it's Rufus. Okay, they were yeah, because the very last thing they were talking about is Rufus. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and someone actually I think mentions him by name and says like Mm -hmm. Rufus. Yeah, but when I when I read that, I also was like, oh shit, no one's seen Sephiroth bleed or cry. That's like crazy. But no, I think it is supposed to be Rufus. Yeah, just kind of painting that like, oh yeah, like. Not only do you have to worry about Sephiroth, like, but now things somebody else who's just be. Be, just because this guy who has been like one of the main antagonists so far is dead doesn't mean like things are good. Right, right, and actually we're getting ready to learn that it's going to be a whole lot worse yeah. <laughs> with this new guy. Yeah, there's I think other dialogue too about Rufus, like Barrett saying that he he had heard that he had been assigned somewhere else for a long time. I don't remember right. if that has any kind of relevance at all. I, mean, I think it's just you know good. Yeah, I mean he's probably come back now. I mean well. I mean, he couldn't have come back just because he heard his father was killed because that just happened. Yeah. And, but he knows uh, about it, though. Because, well, I guess Palmer tells him. Cause, yeah. Because when we finally walk out onto the balcony to confront him, uh, he is in the middle of a conversation with Palmer. And he just says, so, Sephiroth was actually here. And by the way, and he turns his attention yeah. to you and goes, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this part's great because oh, everyone it's has so their... anime. It's so it's, anime. Yeah. It's like Cloud's yeah, like, I'm Cloud, ex-soldier, first class. Yeah. And then it goes over to Barrett. I'm from Avalanche. <laughs> Here, so, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. And then Tifa's like, ooh, me too. <laughs> and then Eris says, oh, flower girl from the slums. I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. And then uh, Red says, a research specimen. Yo, that's the most Power Rangers shit. <laughs> and then Rufus hears all of that and he shrugs and he goes <laughs> what, a, what crew. a crew like he doesn't give a fuck right right <laughs> um and he announces that he is now president mm-hmm. because president Shinra is dead yep and Barrett tries to take the piss out of him by being like oh you're only president because your old man died which is very like schoolyard insult yeah <laughs> you're only president because your old man's dead you're an orphan because <laughs> you're an orphan <laughs> yeah and he's just like correct i'll let you hear my yeah, inauguration yeah. speech and if if president shinra was a villain 
Rufus is like a cartoon supervillain. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, like, the dramatic slow walk and talk. The, yeah, I know. Walking up to each individual person. Yeah, as he's yeah. Like giving his speech and like Shinra is like, we're going to. <laughs> we're gonna do all these things to make the people love us and like it sounds pretty cartoonish and hilarious where he's like you know we'll save them from avalanche but we'll actually drop the sector seven plate and we'll play the people off of each other like rufus is just like he's i don't like, have that's time too much work that's too much work i am just gonna make them super afraid yeah i'm just gonna fucking shit on them every day and they will be too terrified to actually do anything about it yeah. <laughs> like he's such a fucking asshole yeah and going back to the money and power thing that that president shinra just said like rufus is like yep Father tried to control the world with money, and that worked for him. He's like, me? I'm going to rule with fear. Yeah, yeah. He says, a little fear will control the minds of the common people. There's no reason to waste good money on them. Yep. Ooh, what a bastard. What an asshole. Yeah, so he has his nice little monologue, and then yeah. and, and Tifa hears it, and she's just like, well, he likes to make speeches like his old Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> she doesn't burn. give a shit. Yeah, yeah. She's ready to punch the shit out of something. And, like, in true cloud fashion right now like he's been he's been very upset for a little while and he is again like yo this is not the time for jokes you yep. guys need to leave now mm-hmm. like get out of here yep and is it, this is where barrett keeps asking him questions right like what's going yep. on here yeah so and, barrett- and, and cloud is just instantly like all of this is going on like you know all, all these things are changing and cloud is just like straight to the mission he's like get Aerith out of this building yeah right now and he goes like, well and, what's the deal with Aerith?" and and he's like later yeah. get out now yep yeah so he i think like three times yeah, and he's, he's, he's like, like take my no word time. for it. Just we have to leave, and I'll explain later. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, everybody leaves except for Cloud. Cloud's left on the uh, on the seventieth. Yeah, was it a balcony? Would you say it's like a helipad, like a the helipad, roof? Yeah, I, I, I wrote it. it it's the, outdoors. The yeah, but he's yeah on the seventieth floor. Um, so everybody else runs downstairs. Um, when we get to the lounge, Tiva says, "I'll wait for Cloud. You all go ahead." Yeah. And so you get an option to. You unequip everybody's materia, re-equip, because now we're in charge of Eris, Barrett, and Red. Yep. Right. And they're all going to be going to the elevator. Yep. And there's a uh, there's a save point there that you can access because Tifa's in the doorway. Yeah. And she says, I'll wait here for Cloud. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn it. <laughs> damn it, Tifa. Uh, yeah. And then something cool happens in the elevator. <laughs> yep. Y- yeah. You go right up to the elevator and you hit the button and it starts a boss encounter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, this is a dope boss. I love this boss because... It has a lot of HP, and when you're finally done with it, you're not done with it. Like yeah. it's so long for, I, for like a. So explain what this actually looks like. Yeah. So we are on. It's like a mongoose from Halo. If you're. Familiar I mean the boss that. fights. <laughs> yeah, the boss fight itself. So you're on the elevator. So to to describe the Shinra elevators a little bit better, they are external elevators. Um, it's they like are. A, it's like a tube, like at a bank. It, it's like a tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a tube at a bank. Or whatever. This is now a Futurama podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle it, up. It is like the Gaylord. Meet us at Magfest. Come talk to us. Anyway, um, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So the elevators on the outside of the building, and there's a clear tube that the elevators are going up and down, so the people using them can actually see out over Midgar. Um, so this boss arena is two elevators beside each other going down to the first floor at the same time. Yep. So the enemy is on the the uh, platform or the elevator across from you. And there's a good several feet in between your elevator platform and theirs. Yep. And that comes into play during this fight because anybody who's doing uh, close-up physical damage cannot physically attack this boss. Like, Eris and Red, in this case. Yep. Like, they both 
you know, go up to an enemy to hit them. Yeah. And so they cannot physically attack the yeah, boss. If they're not using magic, they can't touch it. Right. They can hit them with limit breaks. Yeah, it, limit breaks work. And also, like, if you have grenades, which yeah, were, yeah. Was, was an item I always, like, slept on as a kid. I was like, I got magic. And they're the great. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. They do so much damage. Yep. Yeah. This is called the 100 Gunner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was also going to say. The first part is called the 100 Gunner. <laughs> I was also going to say, I just love the inconsistency of the sizing of the elevators. Like, when you went on it with Cloud, yeah. <laughs> it was like Cloud. Cloud, it, uh, it's like a logical elevator size. Yeah, it might like, fit like it's six like a phone booth. It's, yeah, like yeah. it looked crowded with Cloud, uh, Rude, yeah. and Sang. In right, right. And now it's like this like huge platform. <laughs> right in the in the battle screen, and a giant really fucking tank thing is on one of them. Right, with so the, room to so spare. the hundred gunner is a large tank with a minigun. Yeah, two miniguns. Yeah, two miniguns. It's uh, got like a turret on top with like three other barrels sticking out of it. Right, yeah. and its wheels are like domes yeah i think that's so it can like do a quick spin around right kind of thing. it's that like a, sense. a dyson ball vacuum it reminds me of uh <laughs> those hard to reach corners the metal, gear, the metal gear from snake eater kind of did this a little bit. uh shagohod yeah it's got the little wheelies kind of yeah really grippy looking drill things yeah so uh so, so this boss is pretty cool. Yeah, it starts out the battle by just like unloading its miniguns and shattering the glass of the elevator. Yeah, so oh, it's so cool. It just cool. creates a nice anime fucking battle scene. Does that mean, yeah. I think I, when I was watching the the first hit doesn't hit you because it hits the glass first. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's just it's just like getting ready to attack gotcha. you. Gotcha, that's cool. Yeah, right. Nice yeah. little detail. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a very cool fight. It, uh, and I guess the, like like I said, it, the battle takes a little while. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's cool because this is the only time we're going to see this battle arena. Yeah. So it is nice to get your time in with it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um Yeah, but yeah. like you said, kind of a difficult fight compared to other boss fights that we had because of the It like, has the, a lot of HP. Yeah. It, it goes on for a bit. That, yeah. yeah. It's I, got like sixteen hundred. Yeah. I made yeah. note of. And I think uh when I was casting Bolt with Barrett, I was doing just over a hundred yeah. damage. And that was the most damage I was pumping out yeah. at once. I, I equip uh Bolt and Elemental on Barrett so that I could just do normal attacks, and that gave me like a good upper nineties amount of damage, but it still was a little bit lower than actually just casting bolt. I found out. So yeah, like, wow. and 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 bolt is what its weakness is. So, right, right, yeah. Definitely I think all machines, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's got a couple moves uh, that it can hit multiple characters with. Um, I think it can, it can make people fall asleep. I think so. Yeah. I know one of the uh, it, the next version of it definitely does. Yeah, quick spoiler for the next like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, there's <laughs> a lot of fucking boss fights coming up. Yeah, but, right, um, right. Like one of these, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I think I had like Red's limit. And I was like, cool, I'll build up to his next limit. Yeah. And I was about to use it and then he fell asleep. Fell asleep. I'm like, yeah. come on, sleepyhead. So he's got some status he's got a job effects. To do. He's, yeah, he's got some satisfaction. He does pretty good damage. Um, but it, it's mostly just outlasting him. Yeah. You know, you just keep your health up and it'll be fine. Yeah. So you beat him. You be, yeah, what's oh, great is that. Also, like, I think as the battle goes through, I think different parts of him, like, fall off and, like, he changes break and modes keeps, and yeah, stuff. Changes yeah. modes. Um, and I think parts of him, like, deteriorate or break off or get destroyed and stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. And that's the thing is that, like, this, this boss battle is the longest one yet. Like, mm-hmm. it's taken the longest amount of time. And that's why I love this fight so much is that, like, you finally beat him. You get to the end of it. You've done the last hit. It's been the longest boss. And you're only halfway through at that point. Yep. Because after it blows up and it's completely destroyed, a second boss comes in. So you just beat the hundred gunner, and then the heli gunner comes in, which is like a helicopter with three 
like rifle barrels on it, like gun mm-hmm. barrels that are all, they all move on their own, right? They can move independently. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, you start a second boss battle right after that. Yep. And it has yep. a, the cannons on it are A, B, and C, mm-hmm. and it does different combinations of those cannons for its different moves. Yeah. It's very interesting. So I think like A, B cannon is the, like the one that puts you asleep. Yeah. And, and there's, there's C, C cannon. cannon. Yeah. Wow. It kind of reminds me of the, um, play Breath of Wild. They have, um, some there's these fl- flying guardians that look like drones, and it's very similar to the design. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is kind of what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. Um, but he and I, I would say that like he probably has less HP than the one. He's got before. one thousand. Yeah, so it's, he it's slightly less, but it's still like it's still a pretty good chunk, and and you're still not able to physically attack it, and right can right. only use magic or whatever items you might have. Right, and I noticed that MP in this game is like plentiful. Oh yeah, so like you can just cast away pretty much yeah at least at this point where you're only using low level magics right yeah maybe like later when we're getting like bolt three and summoning mm. knight of the round <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it exactly. might run out yeah um another cool thing is that at one point it can do this like weird like spinning animation yeah, yeah. and then it uses a different move called like flying drill you're right yeah 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 so it, like that... oh it's also weak against wind really yeah interesting which is weird do we have wind no. magic okay i was gonna say i don't think we even have ability i don't think there's it. any way to get wind magic at this point yeah. so that's I mean, a weird thing turbulence i mean it makes yeah. sense that it would be yeah yeah but um yeah so that's why like i really like those two bosses because there's a lot to them they have a lot of different move sets they have a lot of different animations and like it, it's it's nice you get to like see like the developers on you know yeah. at the top of their game kind of doing this like cool boss battle yeah i also like it because a lot of times especially in like rpgs it'll be like oh we need to split up into teams and then it's like and i think it also happens a lot in this game too like later on but like you split up into teams and then you're only like the main character or whatever you're only like the story driven one where it's like you have your thing to do and it's like right but with this it's like oh we need to escape oh boss fight with these people and then it's like there's still another boss fight directly immediately after we're done we Mm -hmm. go right back up to like i they don't even. We don't even see them go to the first floor. It immediately think, yeah. just goes. I think back it just cuts to the, right back to Rufus on the roof with yeah, Cloud. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Cloud says, "You want the promised land in Sephiroth," and he's gonna stop him. A nice right. thing too is it. It gives you the prompt that says like, "Oh, reequip materia." On, on all, all yes, that. which is nice because then you can you can dis- like remove materia from everything and then set Cloud up for this fight that he's about right, to have. Right. Right. Um, and we get another little piece of information about Sephiroth here too. Mm-hmm. Rufus tells him, "Did you know that Sephiroth is also an ancient?" Yep. And um, I don't think Cloud really acknowledges it, does it? He kind of like is just like uh, he does, but does he's he? still in mission mode. He just says okay. like, "Whatever, I can't let either you or Sephiroth have the promised land." Okay, yeah. So like he hears that and he's like, "Okay, well that's not important right now because right now I gotta make sure like I can only control what I, I right. have the ability to control right now." Right, right. And then we uh, enter the battle. Is there anything else that's said? I guess that's... I, I like that Rufus is like, eh, why do you want to fight me? Come on. <laughs> and then he's like, and then when Cloud says that, he's like, dang, guess we won't be allies. Oh, yeah, he does say that. That's right, yeah. He... Oh, he says allies in your version? Yeah, what does he say in yours? Um, I guess this means we won't be friends. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. Why do they change it to allies? <laughs> Goddamn cowards. <laughs> um, oh, hey, real quick, before we get into this fight, wanted to mention real quick that uh, during the scene, the creepy scene when we're following the blood trail... All the battles do not play the battle music. They yeah, are just, also in that weird. It's not silence, but it's like a. It's a weird. Yeah, the the track is called uh, "Trail of Blood." I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so it it's, plays it's just very like ominous and like. And there's no victory notes. music or anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Wanted to point that out real quick. I saw and it in my was, notes. Yeah, and there was no victory music after the the uh, battle with the hundred gunner. 
or yeah, that yeah. Other thing, and it just goes right back to here. And mm-hmm. I think it might still be playing the the boss theme. When we start with so so it plays oh, the, it's no, playing it plays the, the normal regular, fight theme the regular fight for the last theme. battle, and then when we start the fight with Rufus, we get the actual uh, fighting. More fighting. Poor Alex right. is hearing us go back and forth on which theme is playing. It's gonna yeah, be yeah. Edit if he tries to. We get the we get the rock and roll one right oh, here. Oh yeah. Right. Now it's the the good that good good. I'll that, drop it. That in. good good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for our listeners. <laughs> eat it, eat will be it so Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we begin the fight with Rufus, and he has a friend with him, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess is his pet dog. I. That's what I got. <laughs> there was that uh, that comic. Um, what was it called? Saga, where I think the bad guy in it has like a lynx. I don't know. Are, I don't know. I read like the first issue of it. It was pretty good. He's got like a black wolf jaguar. Yeah. Yeah, hybrid. jaguar. I think jaguar. He's got a Sega jaguar with him. <laughs> right. And its tail is coming out of its head instead of its butt, like a normal one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Dark Nation, which yep. is fucking epic. Like, which was the original title for Dark Souls? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, not, not really. Dark was... Souls is a um, a spinoff of Final Fantasy. Style. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, um. I, looking at, I feel like the characters' names should be swapped, and they just kind of accidentally got them switched. Like Rufus. <laughs> the dog, the... Yeah, Rufus should be the pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so Dark good. Dark Nation would be the yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Well, so it it immediately casts barrier on Rufus, yep, right? Yeah, which sucks. And what was hilarious is that I attacked Dark Nation first, and I was like, oh, "It's an animal. I'll use fire magic." And it doesn't have any extra resistance to fire or anything, but I did like thirty damage to it, and I immediately just opened the wiki, and I was like, "That doesn't sound right," because <laughs> <laughs> like. The last time I played this, I was like, yeah, this isn't even a boss battle. It's just a joke. And, like, after two turns, I'd taken, like, 300 damage. And I was like, is this right? Should I? I'm getting my ass kicked here. This isn't this is, right. This is a tough fight. Yeah, like, they do a lot more. Like, Rufus attacks constantly. Like, yeah, he is he's just constantly his, shotgunning you. He has a shotgun. Yeah, he's That's just his attack. lighting yeah. you up with a shotgun. Um, so I love sci-fi where they still use shotguns. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> a classic. He, uh, so, so Dark Nation does not have a lot of HP is the thing. It yeah. goes down pretty quick. So. And that's, that's the move is you want to take that out first. Right. And so what I ended up doing, because like I tried physically attacking once, tried magic once, and I wasn't doing a lot of damage to it, uh, and I was getting hit so much, I just went into limit break and I just used cross slash and yeah. just took him out. Which and, is nice and it did like it... 400 damage when I did that. I was like, yeesh. And then I think that also hit, uh, oh, cross slash? Cross slash, Not yeah. blade beam? Right, I didn't have Blade Beam yet. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, which actually, so I went into Limit Break several times during this fight. Mm-hmm. Cross, slash, cross Slash has the ability to paralyze. Yeah. And Rufus can be paralyzed. He can also be poisoned. Oh, yeah, I poison. poisoned him. Did you? I, I set Poison Elemental to my weapon, and I think I also oh, used perfect. Deadly Waste that I stole off of one of the <gasps> mutants downstairs. Is that what that does? Yeah, I cast Bio 2, I think. What? So I poisoned Rufus, and I was like, sweet. That would have been the move to he make. Can, he may not bleed or cry, but he can fucking get poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, once you take out Dark Nation, though... Rufus is pretty one note. He just hits you with that shotgun. Yeah. Like, I don't even, he doesn't even have special attacks, does he? He just pummels you with that thing the whole fight. Yeah. It, it also uh, can zoom in on his face. Yeah. I read if, if he has less than 200 HP left and your last attack did less than 100 damage, it'll do the thing where it zooms in on his face oh, and wow. he says, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And he laughs. Like, yeah. The, also like, I think the first attack that I did when it hit his barrier and did like 30 damage, yeah. he like, he like laughed at me. I was like, Shit. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, like that's, that's awesome. a good thing. But 
looking at his face, I can't unsee this. He just looks like Eric Trump. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Which I, I would, mean, I would say that you've ruined Rufus, but he's a he's, dick. He already like sucks. That, like, yeah. yeah, and like, oh, and that's the only comparison he can have. To... <laughs> On the port, it's like his face is too small for his head. Yeah, it's weird. Much like that, Eric Trump. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yep. Or awful, depending on... Yeah. Uh, mm. Final mm. Fantasy VII, so like real life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't um, wait until Eric Trump is our president, and he leads with fear instead of whatever the fuck Trump does. Business. I'm crying into my microphone right now. Can you put the compressor on so that we can just hear my tears? So anyway, you keep, you keep hitting... <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. What? No. So I was going to say, yeah, you keep hitting Rufus and um, it's obvious that you're going to win the fight. And then he just goes, that's all for today. And he jumps yeah. up and grabs the leg of the helicopter I and just fucking takes off. Absolutely took a screenshot of that. And <laughs> it's amazing. His home planet needs him. More Simpsons references. So, so yeah, I think... Um, yeah, and then the the he, boss music is continuing. Yeah, it's still oh, going. He, he also drops a protect vest, and, and if you source. defeated, yeah, if you defeated uh, Dark Nation, you get a guard source. Oh, is that is how it works? Very good. Yeah, I did not know you could win this fight without beating Dark Nation. Yeah, you can mm. just beat Rufus if you want. Interesting. I think now would be a good time to take a little rest. Let's do it. I agree. I got I got a shit in my butt. I could get out. All right. Good night. <laughs> Do you feel well rested now? Do you feel well pooped? Alex got locked in my bathroom <laughs> while we were away. <laughs> and then I had to go let him out. And then I went to the bathroom. And then I got stuck in the bathroom. And then we watched steamed hams videos. And now we're back. I did not get stuck in the bathroom because I am a god gamer. It's true. I also didn't need to use the <laughs> he's, bathroom. He's, he's bed run a bowel movement. <laughs> Curtis let me out while I was looking at the Prima Guide. <laughs> When people talk about me, they're like, I've heard he's never pooped or bled <laughs> or cried. I hear he doesn't. Uh, when the Japanese, they say, I hear he has neither poop nor pee. <laughs> poop nor bell. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we beat Rufus. Um, the important thing, I think, to think to remember here is that the battle music does not end. That fucking rock and roll ass song keeps Still going. Still playing. Yeah. And uh, as Cloud, you can run around on the balcony and there is nothing to there's get. There's literally nothing. But you can run around the balcony. They're yeah. outside if you want. And I did, looking for something. But Smashing that X button. Yeah. But uh, there's nothing up there. It's just mm. like Pokemon looking for all those ethers. and Looking for a nugget. Oh, we'll get to ethers oh. in this episode. We'll get to ethers <laughs> Plenty in this episode. Plenty of ethers coming up. Um, <laughs> for fans of ethers, just buckle in. Yeah, yeah, get ready. Uh, so Cloud heads down to the 69th floor where Tifa's waiting for him. Um, she asks, where's Rufus? And... Uh, Cloud says, I couldn't finish him. And then, like, a great line, this is going to get complicated. Yeah. Like, ooh, things are about to get real bad. Because, like we were saying earlier, like, Sephiroth's alive. He's meddling in everybody's affairs. Uh, one enemy was just killed. Now there's a whole new one an who entirely different is one. way worse. Right, right. So things are indeed going to get complicated from yep. here on out. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's something that I always love, too, is, like, usually in video games, I'm used to, like, the one, or at the time of playing this for the first time when I was, like, 16 or whatever, like, used to the one big bad boss. Right, right. And, like, you know, the you know the bosses of each, like, level or whatever, but there was always the one antagonist. And then this, I'm like, oh, shit, there's just 
so many. Yeah. There's the Turks, yeah. there's Rufus, there's... Yeah, and they're all entangled with each other yeah. the whole time. Like, yeah, you get the feeling it's like, it's us versus all of those other teams, but all of those other teams are also against all of the other ones, yeah. too. It's so. like, yeah, like, Sephiroth isn't with Shinra. He's just, right. like, his own entity. Right, and then there's, like, different entities within Shinra who are, like, vying for control against each other, right? Yeah, it's so Like, good. the different executives all want to kick out the other ones and take over their spots. Yep. Yeah, so... Uh, so we go down to the, we, we flash down to the first floor, mm-hmm. like Cloud and Tifa aren't there yet, but we see Barrett, Red, and Aerith trying to escape the building. Uh, Barrett runs out and they his are solution surrounded. for everything. Yeah. His, yeah. His solution for everything. He just mm-hmm. starts unloading and then yeah. he, he backs, he like backs into the building again, still shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says that they're surrounded. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, Aerith says, you all leave. I'm the one who got y'all into this. Like, this isn't fair. Save yourselves. Get out of here. And uh, Barrett says, no, you saved Marlene. I, you know, I owe this to you. Like, yeah. I'm not going to leave you here. Um, and then he says, okay, playtime's over, jackasses. So good. With no plan, by the way. Like, oh, no. He... He's, he's got the same plan always. And thus far, it has only worked for him. <laughs> Since the moment he walked into Seventh Heaven, that was his plan. Yeah. And it's worked flawlessly each time. Oh, then Aerith says, thank you, Mr. Barrett. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. And then he's like, wait, mister, that doesn't sound right. Yep. Like, don't call me that. Uh, and so <laughs> Red interrupts them and is like, I, I don't, do you have the actual I do. I, yeah, yeah, he says, well, then, if you were through talking, may I suggest that we think of a way to get out of here? Yeah, and then Bear's response is, huh? Oh, yeah, you're cold, man, just like somebody else I know around here. <laughs> Always throwing some shade at Cloud. Yeah, it's I so know. Good. <laughs> so good. And I do like that, like, Red and Cloud both are like the mind on what's going on right now yeah. their very eyes on the prize kind yeah. of everyone else is just having a good time hanging out with their friends <laughs> taking right. down right. evil corporations and i do love that like i love that red is with us because like he doesn't necessarily care about our plight but yeah. he is like yeah i've been trapped in this building and everything this would be a good opportunity yeah, for me like to a, get out so yeah, he's, exactly. he's on he's on board it's good um he's polite at least yeah yeah and so uh tifa comes downstairs and is like okay guys follow me and they ask, oh, where's Cloud at? And like, oh, he's he's coming. Don't worry about it. Just follow me, right? Yep. And then we get a cutscene, which, is this the only cutscene we see multiple of our characters in? I like, think so far, yeah. I don't think that, I think so. This is Eris, Red, and Barrett. we don't ever see them 3D modeled again in a full CGI, do we? I'm not sure. Is this the, also the first one? Yeah, we see them in... Because there's been cutscenes before, but it's still their like, overworld models where they're still... Yeah, yeah so this right. is like an FMV, like a full motion video, Which I think is what that stands for. It's, it hasn't particularly aged well. It, is, it looks almost like a claymation thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's really good yeah. for like an early this era is, PS1 game. This is less than two years after Toy Story, remember? So oh, like, yeah. It's, pretty, yeah. it's still pretty yeah. good. I mean, but it does... Yeah. At this time, everything still has this very plasticky look like a lot of um, yeah, 90s sure. CG had. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Everything looks kind of like um, a miniature. Yeah, yeah. But we get a scene of them walking. Uh, and the cool music starts playing. Oh, oh man. Yeah. This track. It's called The Chase on Spotify. Final link in those tracks. Oh, really? I always had it as a Crazy Motorcycle. That is the old Damn. name for it. Yeah. I think Damn. on Spotify it's called The Chase. But Crazy Motorcycle Chase if, if you're on YouTube. Hell, yeah. Interesting. Huh. I think I you always thought it just... just change the name of the song. Yeah. We're gonna, we're like gonna have uh, Nobuo just... on an episode and he'll tell us what he <laughs> Yeah, what did you call it? And he's just like, oh, it's uh, track 38. Yeah. <laughs> so, in the folder I put. In this cutscene, we see the, um, the gang, the Tifa leading Eris, Red, and Barrett. And you yeah. can kind of get a better look at them. 
what Red's actually supposed to look like. He's got a glowing yeah. tail. Yeah, yeah, he's got like a fucking Charmander tail, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we see Clab busting down the stairs in a yeah. motorcycle. We, was it, at first, we just see a wheel. A cool wheel, yeah. A wheel, like, rolling down the stairs of the Shinra building, right? And then, uh,. Tifa and the rest of the gang get in a three-wheeled pickup truck. I'm glad you noticed that it was three-wheeled because I also took note of that. And the one wheel is in the back. Yeah. Like the two wheels are up front and the one wheel is in the back. Is that oh. how those weird trike things work? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're like talking the... about. They drive around Philly sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have two in the front and one in the back or is it the reverse? I can't remember. I think it's but I saw that and I was like, weird, so it's one of those things. But they like explicitly call it a truck. Yeah, no, it is a pickup truck because like, they're sitting in, in the bed of the truck. Like Tifa is up front, and I like how it also looks old. So I guess this it is does. their way of being like, "This is in the future." I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the keys are in there, and there's gas. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah the keys and gas are in there. Yeah, it's like a display thing. Like if if you were trying to escape a mall as like a bunch of yeah, like that's armed guards and stuff. Yeah. Like that, you just get into the Honda that they have there and just like tear ass <laughs> out of there. And yeah, and so we do see Cloud then uh, on this fucking motorcycle. He like whips it. Well, I mean, because, you know, we just saw the wheel, and now we do see him on the motorcycle, and it's Cloud riding this fucking thick-ass motorcycle down the stairs, and yeah, he, like, he just whips it whips right Whips it around of, right next to the truck. They get in, I think Tifa's driving, right? Tifa's, Tifa's driving, Harris's yeah. shotgun, Barrett and Red are hiding in the back. Well, yeah. Red almost doesn't make it. He hops yeah, on and the Barrett, like, Bar- uh, Barrett, like, beckons him in yeah, with, with an arm yeah. wave. It's great. Yeah. Weird thing, though, I was thinking, like, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but, like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, in Japan, don't they have the steering wheel on the other side? Mm. Or is that just Britain? I don't I know. I think that's Europe mostly. I think Japan is mostly on... Fact checker. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but I was like, oh, that's weird. Is this supposed to be like America? It would make kind of sense yeah, if they yeah. sort of mm. based it off of... Yeah. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, be... Tifa's driving on the left side. Mm. And then they drive upstairs. Yep. They instead of going downstairs toward the exit of the building, they actually go farther up. And uh, they drive out one of the windows and so they have an epic epic action shot of, you know, Cloud driving through a broken glass window on this motorcycle and leaving out into the air and landing on the highway. Yep. Right. And I and then it shows you the uh, like the controls and it shows you what your model looks yeah, like. Yeah, we, we come out of the, the CGI scene into a little like instructional screen. Yeah. Right. There's no like background or anything. It's just pitch black and you see cloud and then instructions. And I think that uh, that's a pretty good uh, indicator of why people have been saying for decades that they should like remake this game yeah because like these fmvs for the time were like incredible and it's like holy shit and then it's like oh why didn't they just make the whole game like that which obviously they couldn't at the time but like literally as long as i can remember it's like oh they're working on a a remake of final fantasy so yeah people said that for a long time quick quiz do you know what the motorcycle is called uh, i do not crazy bike <laughs> <laughs> the motorcycle is called Melvin. the hardy daytona the Hardy Daytona. That's so good. That's so American. I love it. Like, what's the most American sounding motorcycle? Daytona. <laughs> that is a Hardy Daytona. Well, that kicks ass. So, um, in this, so you're on the Hardy Daytona. Yeah, and in this instructional screen, I'd just like to point out, uh, the top says, you know, how to control the bike, um, what the mission of this upcoming mini game is. Uh, you have attack on left, attack on right, and on the bottom you have start game. And the thing I didn't notice the first time I played it, menu and form party. Yep. 
Because the first time I played it, I was like, no, I'm just going to play a minigame. It's fine. Yep. I'll just drive through. I did the same thing. Yep. But uh, there is something that happens immediately after the minigame. <laughs> and uh, this would be a good time to go ahead and equip your party. Yep. Uh, figure out who you want to use just in case a boss battle were to come right at the end of this and you don't have the option to... <laughs> I, co- I completely nah, forgot just, about that. We just had a boss fight. There's no way. We got another one. Yeah, we had up. two. Yep. Right in I, a row. There's I, no I, way there's another one. My mind was in the same exact place. And I was like, <laughs> I think I knew that there was a boss at the end of it. But for some reason, I like didn't think like, oh, I should like do it right now i like changed my party like i added like the members of my party that i wanted yeah but i didn't do anything with materia yep so that led to a a difficult thing but anyway we got like the first good mini game in in the game yeah how how do you feel about this mini game i love love it it and hate it at the same time i love it so much really because it is it is wildly jank but like Mm -hmm. it is actually pretty fun like the camera angle is great like when you because so like Essentially, you are a cloud on a motorcycle. Uh, the truck with all the rest of the members is on the road with you, and you're both just screaming down the highway. Um, and you can move forward, like toward the, uh, not necessarily the top of the screen because the camera is behind you, but farther away from the camera, closer to the camera, or left and right. Right. So you do have quite a bit of movement options. And you can swing your sword on the left of the bike or the right of the bike. And the object of this game is to hit the other motorcyclists, the Shinra MPs, that are driving up on these motorcycles trying to take out the truck, right? Yeah, and everyone has a health bar. And like right. when you get hit by a motorcycle, it, it decreases Cloud's health. When uh, the truck gets hit in certain points, it decreases the uh, the like HP meter for every party member. Also, like right. I really like the sprites that they use for this. Like Aerith's, it, it, for for um, everyone in the truck, I feel like they're smaller sprites than are used anywhere else in yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Aerith's is just very cute. The, you, do you mean the uh, the 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 pictures? The yeah 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 yeah, the, yeah little, the pictures of their faces. I was I, pointed, I was gonna point that out too. Yeah, they're they're different profile. Like I call them profile pics. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, you know today the buddy icon. Yeah yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, they are different. This is the only time that we see these, mm-hmm. and they're really good. But yeah, they are they're a lot smaller. Yeah right? yeah yeah. But yeah, Eris is especially is like more cartoony. I would say maybe. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily look like her, but yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it is still, it's still really good. So um, anyway, you, you get through that. Um, is there anything in particular you guys want to talk about? I would like to about? point out that, like, as the... Because the road is curving all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it is not a straight path. It right. is doing all kinds of turns and uh, uh Kind of got some F-Zero vibes, and, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of cool scenery. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of cool scenery, like, mechanical. But playing, do you think that this is actually going in a circle and then we're not actually knowing? Just for, in terms of level design. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it does end at a point, but it like takes so many like right turns. I'm like in uphills. It kind of make an illusion that you're constantly going. But I think until it does a quick little cutscene at the end. I wonder if Boundary Break did that. I don't know if you guys are familiar with yeah, that I've YouTube channel, but that's... that would be something interesting to look at. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised just to kind of conserve assets. Yeah, that's just making an infinite like that's road. A, we'll uh, we'll be. check into that and maybe yeah. talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, but uh, what what I think is cool is that the camera as you're taking these turns also like turns with you yeah and so like and so you get this like very like it feels very Mm action-packed because like the camera is always like zooming in on you zooming out like you know uh uh, rotating and so it's very wild in comparison to um games that came later like sonic adventure and sonic adventure 2 which had driving mini games yeah this I feel like uh, ages a little better than those did yeah Yeah, probably so on the dreamcast it feels so much better yeah (laughs) in retrospect but uh, yeah, so we uh, we get through that, um, and 
at a certain point, if there are any more motorcycles on the screen, they fall back, right? They yeah. Come, yeah, you may have, like, so this last time I played it, I, there were none on the screen. I had just beaten them all, and so God none gamer. came back. Yeah, God Gamer. God Gamer <laughs> status. Uh, none of, no new ones came onto the screen. But if there are ones on the screen, as you approach the end of the track, they'll fall back. Yeah, um, that, that happened to me. I, I noticed <laughs> that there was, like, an orange guy coming up. Yeah. I think there's different also, tiers of enemies in this in this minigame. Like, there's, like, red guys so, that yeah. go down with one hit. Yeah. I think there's, like, blue guys who go down with, like, two. two yeah. And then there's, like, different colors that might take more. Um. <laughs> I also like at one point, it just happens once, but the camera flips from behind you to in front of you. Yep. <laughs> and, and the game is still happening. Like there was still yeah, a you're motorcycle still moving around. attack in my truck. I was like, no, my friends. Yeah. And, and, and like, you're still attacking to clouds left or clouds right, depending right. on the weapon, you're, the button you're hitting. So exactly. it's actually backward for you at that time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's cool. It, it's neat. Uh, one of my favorite things to do in this mini game is knock down uh, a bike and have it like fall over and drift and hit another one behind yeah, it. Yeah. And, and take out a bunch at once. Yeah. Very satisfying. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so they, they fall back, um, and we are coming up to the end of the road. Like, literally, yep. the highway just ends. It just has not been built out, right? Like a construction zone. Yeah, it's got that, like, which, caution tape sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, which might explain why nobody else was on the road. Right, yep. right, yeah, <laughs> Because yeah. this road goes nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And uh, behind us, rolling up real quick, is like a steamroller with spikes on the on the roller itself. Mm-hmm. It's a real menacing looking thing. This is motorball. Motorball. I I just can't not hear murderball. <laughs> motorball. Murderball. Uh, I'm curious. Um, that might be an Alita Battle or, Angel reference, which is the sport in Alita, which the wheels. Oh, what, the motorball. We, motorball. Which really the, the wheels actually kind of look like the ball they use, which is kind of really? like a death sport kind yeah. of thing i think i was also thinking mm. of rollerball which roller is that ball. movie from like the 2000s that had paul Heyman from the i think he was from wcw it had him as an announcer is that where they had the ball with the spikes in it i don't even or is know. that murder ball i don't know anyway motorball is the enemy it just, is a steamroller with spikes on the roller i it's just hear wheels. paul Heyman's voice yeah and six wheels it. six spiky wheels yep it's it's a beast. Yeah, so this uh, this fight sucked for me because you didn't equip your materia. Yeah, if you remember, I noted I mentioned that Tifa was blocking the save point. I was like, eh, I'm not gonna need it. Yeah, I'm a god gamer. It's yeah. gonna be fine. I got here. Cloud had uh, the elemental attack of poison, yeah. which does zero damage. To oh this thing. no! Uh, Aerith and Tifa had no materia. Oh no! So I pr- I pretty much just used the Curtis strat and used uh what uh, uh, hypers to yeah. get fury on mm. Cloud and Tifa and use Aerith to so you can uh, continually limit break. Yep. Yeah. So I was just limit breaking him, and I I like I had used my last grenade on like the fight yeah. before, and I was like, so, oh my god! Oh man, that does suck. <laughs> yeah, it's fun so, though. So this guy does a lot of damage is his thing i noticed like this last time i was playing it he can easily do a third of everybody's damage in one turn yeah um so he's he's rolling into hps the whole battle he's a little bit slower you can pop off all your people's attacks before he'll get yeah you gotta you definitely want to make sure you're healing enough yes yeah Um, and an interesting thing too is it starts as a back attack fight i wanted to talk about the mechanics of back attacks i actually wrote it down in my notes um this does start as a back attack because he is driving up after you yeah. at the end of that minigame. So they begin the battle with everybody facing away from him as though he's rolling up on him. And right. he gets an attack before the battle even begins. And it does, I think, uh, twice as much damage. It does twice as much damage. So in Final Fantasy VII only, it doesn't work in any of the other Final Fantasies, um, 
as soon as you see a back attack coming, you can hit the run buttons, like both run buttons at the same time real quick before the battle begins, and you'll turn around and face the right way. Okay, and that is in seven. I do that every is. time, but I thought it was eight for some reason. But no, I, I, it's one. just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm going to do that every time, even if it doesn't work. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. it works in seven. That's the yeah, one it works in. It, so, right. so if you, as soon as the battle begins and you're facing backward, if you hit both run buttons, you'll turn around, face Motorball, and that attack will only do half damage. Which, at that point, that attack is nothing if it only does yeah normal damage so mm -hmm. you're fine starting out but another point. thing which uh, i don't think we talked about it too much but there's the order system where you can um you yeah. can place what uh person is in what point so like you can put barrett in the back row of the fight so he there's takes, two rows he yeah. takes less damage but he can do ranged attacks so he still uh, does enough damage like but if right if there's people in different rows like they take different physical damage depending on Correct. which row it's in yeah. so with this i always have Aerith in the in the back row so in this, Cloud and Tifa were also were in now the in the row. back row, and, T yeah. and Aerith was in the, in the front. front. So yeah, so Aerith we... just became my attacker in this because she had bolt. Oh really? And I, I went ahead and changed. I went ahead and used the turn to change everybody's row out. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as like as soon as the battle. Started, oh right. Yeah, you can do that in the battle. I yeah. Didn't in, even think of that. in the menu, uh, we have attack item. Uh, you can hit, over, you hit right? left. Yeah. Yeah, left, and you'll be able to actually change the row that each character's in. So the very first thing I did was I just went ahead and changed rows. That's a yeah. And set I, everybody up correctly. Yep. Yeah. And and if you hit right, you can have a defense command where you can take half damage right. from physical attacks that turn. Okay. Yeah. Um so I'm he's all got about some... that DPS. I just like every <laughs> turn has to do something. Everybody front row. <laughs> um so he this guy he, like I said, he does a lot of damage. He has a lot of cool different moves. Um, where he'll like spin around and shoot fire, run yeah. over everybody. Like he's he's got a lot of really cool ones. He a diverse set of moves. Yeah, and he changes his positioning like the uh, the previous boss fight that we saw. Right. Uh, when he does, I was gonna ask when he does the um, it's called like two arms or something like that. Some move that has the word arms in it. Yeah. He does that multiple times in a row when I was fighting him. Is that how that works? Did that happen to you? I don't know. I was I was focusing explicitly oh. <laughs> not dying and having to do the motorcycle thing yeah. and the rufus fight and all of that over yeah again. so i like didn't really take good notes while doing that's fine fight. yeah oh i just noticed he, he can do some of his moves just one right after the other and not even need to charge gauge or anything to yeah do like it. he he attacks a lot um, yeah yeah i did try using uh the loco weed in this fight just because i was like i couldn't do anything for a lot of my characters right and it's it's a great animation where it plays like a weird little jingle version of the chocobo song yeah yeah and then like there's like a little fat chocobo that like goes down <laughs> on the uh on the thing it's it's very cute that's amazing hey i've never used that i've never like i never really got into using the items yeah until i saw the speed run and realized that like the molotovs and grenades are They're, choice mm -hmm. but yeah um yeah but i mean that's about it for this boss i mean He's cool. It's yeah, a cool boss. It's a, it's a cool boss. It's it's yeah. it's especially tense um, because you could easily be in a bad situation because you just fought two bosses in a row. Right. Three, technically, if right. you count the, right. the helicopter one. Somebody had better have restore material. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Like, you could easily uh, just get into a point where you're like, oh, I need to actually, like, I need to go back and do all this all through all those again. bosses, yeah. Which is fine go. because it's all fun, but. Yeah, right, yeah. It's, it's a very good section of game. It's very action-packed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we take care of him and immediately we're you, you finally hear the fanfare song yes so it's finally like all of the the His music is, is since like done. escaping the the jail cells yeah it's finally music like back to normal and yeah you get another star pendant which is good and it makes sense too because mm. i ca i couldn't do any damage with cloud because he had poison elemental so 
it makes sense <laughs> that this had a star pendant on it because okay, fair it enough because he's yeah protected from poison yeah. yeah so now we get a a new theme playing and we're in a new uh location yeah yeah so we're on a screen that we're only going to see once uh to the game which is the end of the highway we see um the, like we see the end of the road and the camera's kind of pointing out into the distance right mm -hmm. and we are on the end of midgar like this road ends at the city limits of Midgar. There's no more housing. There's nothing else past this point. Yep. Right? Um, and we'll find out when we drop down here in a second. We're at a screen that we could have seen earlier. So we're actually right now directly like, way up, but we're over top of the church right now. Yeah. Is actually where we're at. Which so, makes sense given the last time that you were at the, uh, like up this high at, at like a Mako reactor. Yeah, right, right. And you fell into the church. Like it's all still contained within... That yeah. area. Yep. So that's where we are right now. Yeah. Um, and and I think I think the uh, theme that starts playing here, I th I think it's the main theme that plays in the overworld. Is it the one that's a little bit more quirky? The bum 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 bum. Like, it's it's more melancholy. And I was okay. like scrubbing through today the uh, things and like comparing the two, and I couldn't figure it out. But I think it's a like sadder part of the main theme that okay. plays in the overworld. But yeah. Uh, so Barrett says, uh, "Well, what do we do now?" Right, because like yep. we've done all this stuff, we've um can't really go back anywhere. Yeah, and we know that Sephiroth's out there. That 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 the uh, the stakes have really ratcheted. Shit up. has gotten real. Shit has gotten real. Uh, it has gotten complicated, as Cloud says earlier. Yeah, yeah, and and Cloud says uh, that he has a score to settle with Sephiroth. Right, right, and so um everybody decides to come along with them. Um, obviously Barrett and Tifa are part of Avalanche, so they're going to be going with. Uh, Cloud. Yeah, Barrett's um, motivation is cool too because, like, when Cloud's like, "Oh, I gotta settle this score," Barrett's like, "Will that save the planet?" And yeah, it, yeah. And Cloud's like, "It seems so." Like, right, right. And and it's cool too because you kind of see Cloud shifting away from just being like, "Oh, I'm doing this for money and stuff." Like, he now kind of has a purpose beyond just like either helping out Tifa or right or doing something for money. Right, right. Um, do you have the individual answers to those questions? I didn't write them down. Because I know that when they ask Eris, uh, they're like, uh, she says like, oh, I'm going to go out there and learn things. Yeah. Right. And someone asks, uh, do you mean like things about the ancients? Is that, yeah. is that what you're saying? And yeah. She, and she just says about the ancients. And she says dot, 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 many things. Yeah. So uh, God, I love her so much. She's so good. She's Very such a good, good. character. Um, so we climb down a... Uh, a wire, the same wire that a shiny golden wire of hope, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to get to, um, to to be outside the city limits now. Yeah. So we're actually outside of Midgar, and there's one more screen before we walk into the the wide world of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, and I think that this is right outside of Sector Seven. It is. Yeah, because yeah. there's the the seven on the doorway, which we can see the screen um, early in the game if you're snooping around enough. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right if you go far church, enough, right? Yeah, yeah past the church. church. I think yep. we mentioned it on yeah. a, on yep. a previous episode, but. We're outside the dome now. Yeah, so we're outside, and we get to control a cloud here. Like, mm -hmm. and our party members are standing around, right? Yeah. And we can go talk to them each individually. Um, we can uh, talk to Tifa and Eris and ask them, like, "Oh, do you hate traveling? Are you uh -huh. sure you want to go?" And um, I think I have all those answers here. If you, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Tifa says, "Like, I guess this is the start of our journey." And, and uh, you can say, "You hate traveling?" Question mark. And she says, uh, "I don't know." But I don't have anywhere else to go, so yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter whether I like travel to, to travel or not. Which is great. I love that. Like I got no place else to go. Yeah, right. Um, and then if you say the other the other option, which is uh, it's dangerous. Are you sure you want to go? Yeah. She says, "Hmm, 
But, you know, it should be all right as long as you keep your promise. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Going yeah. back to the promise mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, her her savior coming to, to help her out of a, a yeah. tricky situation. Um, and then Aerith says, uh, you know what? This is my first time that I've ever left Midgar. And uh, you can say, really, are you worried? And she'll say, a little. No, maybe a lot. But I have a bodyguard, right? Yeah, and so I, know, like, I do know that if you say it's dangerous... Are you sure you want to go? She just says, I knew you were going to say that. Yep, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And then with Barrett, uh, he, I don't think Cloud interacts with him really. It's, it's kind uh, of Cloud he, and He asks, and um, he asks, do you think that if Marlene is going to be safe? Oh, he right. Says, do you think she's going to be safe? And you can say, yeah, she should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, t- and he takes your word for that. Yeah. Um, and, and so, um, yeah, and, and Aerith chimes in and says, um, he's like, oh yeah, she's with, uh, Aerith's mom. So she should be safe. And then, um, Aerith says, oh yeah, like, she said she didn't want to stay in Midgar anymore. Maybe okay. it's for the best. You're so, right. like, her mom was also like, uh, I got to get out of this place. Right, right. So, um... You can also say, like, I'm not sure if Marlene... I didn't say it. I didn't have the heart. You can... And uh, Aerith just says, uh, stop it, Cloud. I'm worried, too. <laughs> Um, and I think Red Thirteen is the only he he basically he doesn't says, have an option. Yeah, yeah. He just says like I will follow you as far as my hometown, and then I'm out. Right, right. So he's gonna travel with you until you get to wherever he's from. Right. Um. So the way you progress from here is you try to leave, and then you know, you know, because like if you keep talking to him, they'll just give you those options over again. So you try to leave, and uh, they kind of have this discussion. Okay, well, we need a leader. We need a leader. And uh, Barrett says, of course, that could only be me. And he starts, like, punching the air. Yeah, he starts... <laughs> like, shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, Eris kind of walks forward and goes, I think it should be Cloud. <laughs> and he gets a little dejected about he it. He does. He just, goes, he just says, like, a swear word that's, like, <laughs> obscured by symbols, dot, dot, dot. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go northeast to a town called Calm. If something happens, we'll meet there. Yeah. That's what he says. Now, here's a question I want to ask you all. I got a scene I've never gotten before here. Really? I've, I, I did not know this could happen. Who did you take into your party? I took uh, Tifa and Aerith. And what happens when you do that? Uh, Barrett says... Um, Oh, I thought uh, he says something like, "Oh, I thought you'd do something like that." Okay, all right. later. What did you do, Alex? Um, I don't remember. I don't. I didn't take notes. I do have all the all the options here. I picked Red and Barrett because I didn't have their secondary limit breaks, and I was like, "Well, I want to get their second limit yeah. breaks before I get to Calm, so I'll take them, put Fury on them, and we'll just get them." And Aris uh, and Tiva are like, "That's a very odd choice. Like, are you sure?" Oh, that's. And then Tiva's like, "Well." Have fun with the boys, I guess. Yeah, we're having fun with the boys. <laughs> boys night. <laughs> the boys are back in town. Dude, Thin Lizzy would love that party. Hell yeah. The boys are back in calm. <laughs> the boys are back in calm. Yeah, so like, I, I'd never seen that before. I had never seen that they say that. They're like, oh, odd choice. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's good. I guess like any choice that you ha- you make has like its own unique dialogue. Because like Barrett, I don't think like, the other ones do, do they? I th- like, if you... um, I think there's only the two options. So if you have, if you get the, just the girls or just the boys, but if you do a okay. mixture of them, and there's nothing happens. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. if you do like Eris and Red, or you do Tifa and Barrett, or okay, yeah, it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's great that uh, that uh, Cloud just kind of like Freddy from Scooby Doo's. That he's like, I'll take like the hot girls with. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Barrett's just like, I thought you would do something like that. And I like that, like, if you don't, like, they're surprised that you didn't. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> and then Red and Barrett are going to go find a kitchen and eat a really big sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's Scooby-Doo. Holy shit, this game it's, is Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo at this point. Like Zoinks, man. 
Genova's out. That's what the swear words are whenever they. Like, whenever they it's zoinks. Genova was old man I have to Wilkins go off all along. Second while I laugh. <laughs> Good God. Oh no. Okay. Uh, Lord. Um. So from now on, when Barrett swears, I'm just gonna. <laughs> just I'm, just gonna say, I'm just gonna say zoinks instead. God damn it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <laughs> So anyway, onward to calm. Onward to calm. All right. So oh, another thing. Yeah, um, go ahead. There is a different song playing here. I, I, it's called. And it's called "On Our Way," according to the okay. YouTube playlist. On Spotify, also known as "Ahead on Our Way," is by some listings, mm. but oh, nice. It's a good song. It's a pretty song. Very good song. So we get out onto the world map. Is that the one you're talking about? The world map song? Or? No. So the world map. Yeah, uh, the just world. in that little section. Okay, there. okay. But then the world map it switches back to. Yeah. The the main theme. And the main theme is great. It's so good. It, and it ties into a lot of other themes in it. It does. Yeah, this theme is used so many times throughout the game. What I love about it is that it goes through many iterations of yep. the main line. And only the first one is optimistic sounding. Yep. Like there's kind of this positive, calming sound to being out on the wide world for the first couple seconds. And then, and then they, it gets a little anxious. Yeah, they continually repeat the theme, but they recontextualize it with like these like dissonant, complicated chords, right? Uh, a lot of like chord extensions, and it's very yeah, it's very anxious sounding. Yeah. It's like very uncomfortable. Nobuo Uematsu is the master. Oh, it's so good because like that is the state of the world, yeah. right? Like we're going into a world that's not so much like yay, what an adventure this is going to be. This is like oh, this planet is this is we're a dying planet, and we, yeah, there's there's yeah. work that has to be done. Yeah, and we're gonna learn in calm here just a second or whatever that like kind of what is becoming of nature. Somebody mentions it there. It's a not a good thing. Yeah. Right. So like yeah. So onward to calm. Yeah. So we get into calm. Immediately our party leaves us and goes into the inn. And they yes. say that's where we're gonna meet at. We're all gonna meet in the inn. So I wanted to go ahead and talk about calm today, since the portion before wasn't too long. And the next episode is probably gonna be a long one because of all the content. Yep. So I kinda wanted to talk about the city now. So yeah. okay, what do you yeah. what do you think about calm? Um I, I think it's interesting you get like a little more flavor about what people in the world are thinking. Like, there's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions about uh, Mako energy. Right, yeah. Actually, the very first house on the left has <laughs> a person downstairs who's like, hey, don't you think that it's great? And the person upstairs is like, "You, I'm sure it's that you think it's up, right? fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So, like, people living in the same house having wildly different opinions yeah. about it. Yeah. And it's the younger one who's like, no, nah, this is a little fucked up. Yeah, right, right. Those fucking boomers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we talk about the ether situation in Calm? There's a lot of ethers. They're like Mr. Burns levels of ethers. Just like, bring me <laughs> my rag with my ether. Yeah, bring me my ether. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Everybody, like every house but one, I think, has ether in the cabinet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I felt bad about just rooting through people's stuff and taking their ether. Their the, sweet, sweet ether. The one guy that doesn't have ether in his closet this has a, a dog in his closet. And it barks at you and it runs out. And then yeah. it goes up to him and whimpers. I know. This so guy cute. just locked his dog in the closet. And you come and open it up. And he doesn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one thing. Is, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and that guy says something. Um, he used to live in Midgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, oh, things are really getting bad there. Yeah, yeah here's that, yeah. Uh, there was uh, somebody in the upstairs of one of the houses says something about what 
uh, Mako reactors mm -hmm. do. Yep. And says a lot of the plants and animals have been disappearing at rapid paces. Mm -hmm. So we get the idea that like, yeah, like Mako is indeed the life stream of the planet. Without it, animals die off, plants die off. Yeah. You just have desolation. You can actually see that too if you're looking at the environment on the uh, on the world map. Yeah, around where, Midgar. Where like around Midgar black. is barren. It's yeah. Just, it, it, it's like, like burned. Yeah. It seems, yeah. Yeah. And then like the further out you get from it, I think it's also darker too. Almost like a, like there's like a, yeah. a shadow over that whole portion of the mm. Midgar area. Yeah. Which is what it's called when you like go into the menu. Yeah. But like you can make it to like, if you go, I went south of Midgar first and yeah. there's like a little shore there and there's a little bit of grass but then everything around it is just like completely dead yeah but and and calm is tucked away and it's kind of like uh, there's like a little cliff that's kind of like keeping it like i noticed that it kind of hidden it yeah right yeah 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 there is like a little cliff so, a little bluff almost or something yeah. that like yeah. and it, it's by another shore and, and things are a little bit better a yeah little it's a little greener there yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we we do get evidence here, like not just people telling, or not, like because thus far we've heard it from Barrett, right? That yeah. like, oh, using Mako energy irresponsibly is bad for the planet. But here we're actually getting some evidence that like, yeah, it really does. It really actually is bad for life on the yeah. planet. And the and the one kid who's talking about that said, you know, things were better when we could play with the animals. Yeah, right. Um, one individual says a man in a black cloak with a huge sword came through town recently. Yeah, I wonder who that is. Indeed, yeah. So. It must be a friend of theirs. And this is like, just to like, I feel like this is not a spoiler. This is more of just like what FF7 is. There's a lot of plots and intertwining that kind of go between the different sections of Final Fantasy VII. But it is a chase, right? Like... Mm -hmm. That is like, I feel like that's the primary motivation of everything, right? Yeah. Is everyone is chasing Sephiroth. He yep. has a, a mission that he's going on that he's carrying out. And Shinra's chasing him. And we're chasing him. And we're getting into fights with Shinra along the way. Yeah. And each of us are trying to kind of like get in each other's way and prevent them from getting to Sephiroth, right? Exactly. But it's like National Treasure. Yes. I haven't seen National Treasure. I, I haven't seen that movie and several of my family members were extras in it. Really? Yep. Including my dad, who would always say, like, oh, Nick Cage. Yeah, I was in a movie with that guy. Well, they were anyway. filming in Philly, so. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, open call of just, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I don't think you can see any of them in it. I don't know. Yeah. Sephiroth's a real treasure, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's the real national he's treasure. The, he's the real dark nation. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, this is a thing. That we're going to see multiple times into the future of going into a town and people saying like, oh, somebody with a black cloak and a long sword was just here. Yeah. I like how that guy is also like, why doesn't anyone believe me? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Then he says, I'm so lonely. <laughs> like, I just want to hang out with this guy. I know it's like, an important uh, mission, but I feel bad for him. I like the uh, the little girl upstairs in one of the houses that says, my older brother is so stupid. He's so embarrassing. I could puke. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, I bet that's what my sister thinks about me too. So. <laughs> oh yeah, and he, he's he's just running around the room like it's a, a slightly bigger house than the other ones that we saw. And he says, uh, "When I grow up, I'm going to be in soldier. That's why I'm training so hard now." Yeah, he's right. He's just running around right. his room. Um, one of the people says, like, asks you, "Is it true that Shinra makes monsters?" Mm -hmm. Right. Ooh. Which I think is interesting. I kind of feel like we're supposed to go into uh, Cloud's backstory before that. Because it gives us the option to say it's true or it's just a rumor. Yeah. And we'll hear about what Shinra may or may not be doing. Yeah. So monsters. I said it's true. So did I. And um, and this this kind of shows how dire the situation is. 
uh, where uh, she says, yeah, well, either way, as long as we use reactors, we can't stand up to the Shinra. Like they're like Shinra has its boot on everyone's neck. Right. Right. It's this, there's like a running debate in this town of like, if Mako energy is good or bad. And they're like, Oh, it made everything so convenient. And then other people who are looking at it more like, subjectively are like yeah it's convenience but also like mm. a lot of bad shit's happening and i would say like maybe in a month of episodes from now maybe four or five we'll see a evidence of a place that doesn't use mako energy yep. um so we'll see what a town would be like without it yeah. so so yeah the idea that like there's no way you could stand up to a corporation as powerful shinra without using mako energy to do it but they're the ones who provide mako energy so how could you stand up to them Yeah and then I like the guy who's upstairs in the house where uh the you know his wife or whoever is like asking like oh does Shinra make monsters? Like, what, you know, we can't really do anything about this, but this is horrible. Yeah. Her husband's like, I got my health and enough to eat. All is well. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Fucking centrist. No, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a man near um, the Mako reactor in the middle of town. Also, this is a smaller Mako reactor. Yeah, is that what that is? I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. Was. So it's a little small one that just kind of fuels this town because it's not a giant. Yeah, it doesn't uh, need to. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a giant city like Midgar. This is like a village. And so there's just a small one with a couple dials and a little tower on it. Yeah. And just, yeah, small. Uh, there's an individual near there who asks you if you've heard about the going on, goings on in Midgar. Yeah, what did you say to this guy? <laughs> I was like, I, what are the, the options? Are Another like, thing to mention. Oh, you're pretty smart. I said, you're pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. What did he say to that? Uh, he says, <laughs> just between us, I heard it was the Ava what do you columns that got <laughs> President Shinra and his son. Which makes me think that he thinks that Shinra's son is also dead. So um, there's another, if you choose the other option, um, he, he talks about that a little more in depth and says really? that Rufus is hurt. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Which, which is funny. I love when people mispronounce Avalanche. Like the one guy. Like, <laughs> Avalanche, what do you even call him? Yeah. The, the one guy I think back in like Walmart or something calls them uh, Avant-Garde. <laughs> Avalanche. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, but if you talk to that guy, um, you can also say like don't care let me let me pull this up yeah so i said don't care and he says don't care if you're going to travel you best keep an eye on what shinra's doing shinra's le- uh leading the world around by the nose and you guys are just going to sit back and take it and then oh wait maybe it isn't him who says it but someone else oh, says yeah. uh that they heard that uh president shinra is dead and uh like rufus vice president is rufus is hurt okay all yeah. right yeah um but yeah, I guess that guy thinks Rufus is dead. Yeah, yeah. And, and so what I really like about Calm as a town coming right after Midgar is that this is the first time that we've been outside of Midgar to see anybody else's opinion in the world. And opinion is divided right down the middle in this town. Yep. Like the first time we get to half the people think Mako Energy is great. The other half think it's bad. And there's a lot of doubt yep. in the air about how it works. And everybody's kind of unsettled about this news of what's going on with Shinra and Ava, what do you call them, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so I like that. I like that. I think it's good uh, characterization. I think it's good world building. There's another guy who says, uh, thanks to the Mako energy, Shinra Inc. develops for us. Everything's more convenient now. And then he says, maybe a little too convenient. Uh, <laughs> like, I love how they keep using that. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe a little too great. Uh, there's also a guy who gives you a tutorial of how to use the world map. I did not take notes on that because I'm like, eh. I must have missed that guy. I didn't talk to him. Yeah, he's like wearing like a green shirt or something. He huh. says like, Taurus, huh? Here's a few things you should know. Oh, no, I did. handy when you, yeah, when you travel around the world. Yeah. But another another good NPC that I liked talking to was there's a kid standing in like the doorway of a bar. 
Yeah, he's talking about his dad. Yeah, and it talks about, like, not just, like, we already know, like, they've kind of, like, slammed it into our face, like, what all of this Shinra stuff is doing. But this is a different um, thing that's, that how it's affecting, like, everyday people where um, he says that uh, my old man was a miner, but he couldn't go to work after monsters started appearing in the mithril mines. Yeah, I actually have... um a uh, screenshot of of his dad in the yeah. in the bar talking about the mithril mine. Yeah, because he says now yeah. all his dad does is sit around at the bar getting drunk because right. like you know this guy had a job and then kind of became obsolete. Like his job sort of became obsolete and right. also like it became severely unsafe because of the monsters right. that we know Shinra is making. Or right, we will know. Or I yeah. mean, we we saw Genova, so we know. Yeah. Um. Also, the bartender there says Aval- he heard that Avalanche was crushed by Soldier. Yeah. He's like, oh, Soldier finally took care of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, real quick, in the store, go to the stores, buy some new equipment and stuff like that. And there's two more materia yeah. here you can get. Earth and Heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earth for Quake Magic. Healing will take care of status effects. Mm-hmm. And I figure as we go along through the game... We'll kind of just like maybe keep a small running tally on like, oh, we can get this now. We can get yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. And, so, and there's also like the item shop, which I think just is standard fare yeah. at this point. Speaking of which, uh, the three or four ethers that you get in this area, you can sell them for enough money to buy all uh, one of each material and your upgrades. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. I just got all the that's... ethers, sold them, and then just bought all the new stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because the, the weapon shop has a lot of good like equipment that at this point is... Unless yeah. you got that striking staff from Aerith, like I forgot to equip it, and I didn't realize it till this point. Oh, I was no. like, "This shouldn't be stronger than what I have now." And I looked, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot to put it on." <laughs> uh, so whatever. yeah, so you get really good, um, you get really good equipment for everyone. I think uh, Barrett's weapon, the cannonball. Yeah. Um, think, yeah, it's his first um, non-projectile weapon. Yeah, so it's like he just replaces his gun arm with like a, <laughs> with a cannonball, cannonball and just like be- bashes people with it. <laughs> so oh, good. just the ball. Yeah, it's just the ball. Huh. Yeah, so there's a lot of mithril, which makes sense because this was a mining town, I guess, right. for mithril. Um, One more thing I want to point out before we uh, go on to the end of this. Uh, you, There's a treasure chest, uh, and you can get the Peacemaker yes. here, right? And, like, everybody in this game only uses one style of weapon. Yeah. And Peacemaker is a gun. Mm-hmm. Right? Not like Garrett's... Uh, Garrett. Uh, Barrett's <laughs> gun arm. Right, right, right. This is a... It looks like a shotgun or yeah, something. or yeah. like a, a, a large or... revolver. Yeah, right, right. So like, at very least, we know that at some point there could be somebody who's going to join us <laughs> using a different style of gun. But we have it way early. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we'll 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 meet that NPC later, and it's a right. total or and not NPC party member. Yeah, but and it's a totally optional one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are multiple optional characters, like main characters, and the thing that's so like wild about that is that they are like pivotal. To yep. the story, mm-hmm. maybe not maybe not pivotal because you can do it without them. They, they but they're so to important it. Yeah. to it. It's not just like you get these extra characters and they sometimes have something to say. Like they play major roles in how this and uh, the, yeah, and they're not like trivial to get either. Like there's things that you have to do to get them. Like right, you have to go out of your way and do right. certain things uh, in order to get I them. I think the next episode we could talk about one of them yeah yeah anyway uh so yeah that's calm right yeah and we're uh, coming oh, up oh, wh- go, go I, ahead. I, I think um whoa whoa the the one guy uh i think the dad that you're talking about yeah. i think you the screenshot that you have is uh-huh. like him saying i'm stinking drunk 
Oh, I don't have that. No, I just have him saying, me, I used to work in a mine called the Mithril Mine. Because I was going to bring up the fact that, like, that's a mine we're going to be going to. Yeah. Shortly yeah. enough. But he, if you talk to him again, he just says, Erp, Hick, I'm stinking drunk. <laughs> it's the freaking weekend. Fuck- <laughs> <laughs> uh, baby, he's about to have him some fun. Um, so, so, yeah. So, we're ready to go back to the end. And I figure that we'll end with, like, the very beginning of cloud's sure. speech there or whatever yeah. uh you walk up into the end the rest of your party members are there and they say you're late right yeah. like you were stealing peacemakers from chests again you, yeah you were stealing all the old people's ethers like, <laughs> um you have a problem cloud <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> and so um thus begins the intervention yeah so cloud kind of sits down he's going to begin going into the story of him and sephiroth yep and just to as a good cliffhanger right uh, Cloud says it was five years ago. He was sixteen years old at that point. He and Sephiroth were friends, and that's kind of where we're gonna leave off today. Yep. Um, so thanks everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Um, no. Um, what we got planned for next week? Um, next week we're gonna go through Cloud's backstory. I think we could probably do the backstory and the Chocobo Ranch. Sure. That sounds good to me. Probably. Because like we're not going to talk that much about the Chocobo Ranch. Like I could, You get a summon and then there's a kid who's a jerk to you. There yep. we go. Now we don't Spoiler. even have to do it. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, but the, take a week off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there is a lot to talk about. There's the a lot to talk about. And replaying it, it has become my least favorite section only because I know what happens and I'm like, I don't need all the background. But this is probably the most important scene of the whole game because we're going to be referencing it constantly yep. throughout the rest of the game they're going to be coming back to this flashback over and over and over yeah. and recontextualizing it like four times yep. it, yeah we're going to see it many different ways from many different perspectives yeah um so that'll be next time we'll do that and try to fit in the chocobo ranch yeah i think i think we could probably i think we do can it. yeah there's yeah. like you said not much to talk about right um leave us a five-star review on itunes or else or you know i'll I'll, I'll give you a shout out. Yeah, give us a rate and review us on iTunes. It helps a lot with the rankings. Helps people trust that this is a good show. And you might, you know, there's some good stuff up there too. Like this guy, he says, the F stands for a profanity word. I do not play video games because they are expensive and they distract me from my schoolwork. I thought I played Donkey Kong once, but in actuality, a man in a gorilla suit threw a brick at my head at a Shakira concert. When I attempted to give the <laughs> internet program a zero star review, Russian hackers changed it to five stars. I've emailed Steve Jobs several times to remedy this issue, but he has yet to contact me back. If this continued, I'll be forced to have the police arrest the Apple Company of Computers. <laughs> also, one of the hosts of this podcast once came to my house and broke my toilet. Curtis. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't like the show, but thank you, Russians, for giving us a five-star review. No, so that was uh, that was my buddy Theo. I'm pretty sure. I meant to text him about that, but I'm bad at texting people. So uh, shout-outs to Theo. Thank you for the five-star review. Uh, I think he's the only friend that I've gone to his house and broken his toilet. Yeah. So yeah, I was, oh. I, was, I was like, I was like, have I broken anybody's toilet? It sounds like something I would do. I, <laughs> Go, going back uh, to Simpsons references, <laughs> <laughs> the Mr. Snrub. <laughs> no, well, okay. after that one was me. Was that you? <laughs> yeah, that one was me. But um, no, after I broke Theo's toilet, I didn't know. I was like an awkward teenager, and I didn't know how to tell him that I broke his toilet. Yeah. So I walked into his room and I said, Marge. Someone broke the toilet. <laughs> and he laughed about it. And then like 10 minutes later, we heard his mom like scream. She's like, the toilet's broken. It's overflowing. And I was just like, 
I should probably go home. Oh no! <laughs> he was like, he was like, wait, dude, you were serious about that? I was like, yeah, I tried to tell you. Yeah, I just didn't know how to say it. <laughs> so yeah, that's incredible. Sorry about that. Thank you, DJ Cutman, Chris Davidson, for our intro remix. Feature music on this episode is by Nobuo Ometsu. You can find a link to the Spotify album for this great game soundtrack in the show notes. It's great. You can catch us online on Instagram or Twitter at everyfnff. And tell your friends, hit the streets. We don't pay for advertising. We're not that good. And you can see me in hell. Piss marketing. Piss marketing. So Piss marketing. I knew Piss I had marketing. marketing. I'm trying to like <laughs> still have the picture of Homer. Off axis. On axis. Off axis. On axis. Piss plosives. Piss plosive. Pissive. Plosives. Plissives. Piss. Snake pliskin. Snake eater. What a thrill. Snake eater. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's start from the sleep.